0: It's like finding the zen and the white noise. It's like, it's like in fucking uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when Hunter S. Thompson was super tripping out yeah. and he was trying to get to sleep, but he's got his fucking lawyer losing his mind in the bathtub and all this shit. What's he do? He turns the static on the TV all the way up to drown everything else out, and that allows him to fucking go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> only the people (laughs) yeah you're right you have to have a unique set of experiences (laughs) to understand what I just said but
1: (laughs) because you're living an illusion I can't wait till it hits you Recollection, your misconception. Obsessed, see the
2: Welcome to the Shuttle Podcast with Jeremy Nelson. This week I had L.J. Sullivan in the Shuttle. And we get into a whole lot. You know, LJ and I always have a lot of conversations at the clubs. And just when we see each other, we're always getting into some crazy shit, crazy topics. And it's always fun. So I always like it when he gets down to, uh, to the shuttle. This episode is actually a lot longer than the previous episodes. We kind of got lost in conversation. And we looked at our phones and realized it had been two hours. <laughs> so, um, But it's great, you guys. It doesn't even seem like two hours. Or it didn't to us. So you're going to enjoy it. Thank you guys very much for listening. Here is episode 8 with L.J. Sullivan. Working and then having to work.
0: <laughs> right. Is... is, is Because people way. don't think of it as work. They don't. As comedy as work. And like, it it's is. not like super taxing, especially because I enjoy doing it, but...
2: It's a different kind of work.
0: It's a different kind of work.
2: It's, yeah. it's not a work where... Like, like, you put that work on yourself. Right. No one's saying, hey, get this task done.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: so it's still taxing on the mind, but it's, yeah. you know, it's not, uh, it's not, um, you know, it's, it's, it's you don't, dr- it's not a dreadful thing. It's a, I'm exhausted.
0: Right. You yeah. know, kind of thing. Yeah. It's not like, uh I don't want to be here doing this. It's like, I'm here doing this, but I have like zero in the tank. Right oh, now. yeah. Yeah, man. Well,
2: You work all day, and then you go do comedy all night, and especially hosting, because you're – of course, we don't know what it's like to do 30 minutes yet or 45 or an hour, but Um, to constantly go up and have to, like, like be the – the ringleader, you're like, okay, oh, everybody, yeah, we ready yeah. for this? You know, that's uh, yeah. that's work, man. Yeah, like, it's mental sure. mental work. For sure, for sure. Because you're, 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 uh, your material, and I'm not downplaying it, but, like, I'm just trying to maybe divide it. Your material is stuff that you've already done. Yeah, it wears you out. But hosting is like, you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants when you walk up there
0: every time. A little bit yeah, did we already start recording? Yeah. Okay, cool. I, yeah, it's funny. It, I, I, I love it. And I
2: don't know I don't know how to how to break it to, to anybody because every podcast like are we recording? And I'm like, I know, I know, I know, I just kinda did it. But it's uh in Casey and I talked about this the last podcast, we're like there's something about the ready set go. Right. where we just become different people and we're like uh what do we yeah. do what do we no, do oh we're bit. on we're live yeah. we're, we're live we're live yeah this is live yeah so see now you and i already we're just we're just chill you're like oh yeah okay, right. okay we're recording okay, yeah but yeah. we're already into some
0: shit you yeah know? Know, we were already talking about some shit okay yeah i don't even know where it started oh, i don't even know oh. yeah okay cool we're in it we're doing it we're here what's up everybody what's up <laughs> jeremy nelson and lj <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Surprise! Live and direct.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we talking? Oh, we were talking about. Um, I
0: had to exuding I gotta, energy. Yeah, I gotta work before I gotta go and host this weekend. Yeah.
2: So, so who? Um, and you're hosting for who again?
0: Tyler Bow. Tyler Bow. And, yeah.
2: and I apologize for Tyler. Tyler Bow or Bode?
0: I believe it is Bow. It's spelled B-O-E-H.
2: Oh, I can't. I, I, I yeah. visually remember seeing that on the on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Um. And it, the first show was last night. I got to catch a little bit of the last part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had him going. It was great.
0: Yeah, it was a great show. It
2: was cool. Um, now, are you, and you do this all weekend?
0: Yeah, I'm doing it all weekend. I did uh, last night, Thursday, two shows tonight, two shows Saturday, and two shows Sunday. We were just talking. One show Sunday. Sorry. One
2: show Sunday, yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about promoting it. So um, this will be out tomorrow. So Dope. if you guys, if cool. you got, yeah, if anybody here is listening to this tomorrow Sunday, show. yeah, tonight, of course, but you're not going to hear this right now, but tomorrow we've got, uh, there's a show at liquid laughs in Boise, Idaho. Um, LJ's hosting. Tyler bow is the headliner. Who's featuring,
0: uh, DJ. I don't want to mess up his last name. I think it's Sandu. Got you. Yeah. You'll
2: figure it out before you get on stage. That's what I was doing. like, I, how yeah, do you I, say this again? And I'll say it like ten times
0: in a row. Yeah, I think I biffed it last night. I don't know. We'll see. He's a cool guy, though. He didn't seem to care. So <laughs> you
2: anybody here, I got a funny story about hosting and forgetting someone's name. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. Um, and, you know, and you know what's funny? is I'm, I'm forgetting his name right now. Oh my I'm going to look it up. His
0: first name is Steve. It's never the first name. Or it's Usually not the first. It's the name. last name. It's always the last name. I have an easy last name, Sullivan. There it is. That yeah. It, yeah. Well, that one. It's yeah.
2: For some reason, that one's easier to kind of remember. You're like, oh Sullivan. Or if you don't remember the first time, after that, you're like, oh yeah, it's Sullivan. It's I, because I, it's
0: been around for too fucking long.
2: It has, <laughs> been, around. It has been around. Um. Oh, dude, this is gonna kill me. I don't want to wait too long to to where right. we're on the top. Right, we topic can't have anymore. a bunch of
0: dead air while you're looking for this man's <laughs> name. <laughs> so this is what happened. I'll tell the story as I'm looking. Because okay. I'll,
2: so uh, I was at the Lex. Actually, it's not called the Lex. I was I was corrected when I was there. It's called Lex, Le- not the Lex. No, <laughs> Lex. Lex. Uh, L E X, and it was. It's in Reno. Okay. And I forget which casino it's at. Yeah. Um. And uh, it, dude, it was packed. It was like four hundred plus people, and I I had never been in front of anything like that before in comedy. And and the, me and Sean, people had to get there. And and the the promoter is like, hey, uh, we have a feature act coming in. It's going to be Steve something, and he's like, you remember him from Seinfeld? And I'm like, oh, who is this? And he's like, yeah, the guy that always stole Seinfeld Seinfeld's jokes. And I and I I wasn't a big uh, I wasn't a big Seinfeld watcher. Uh, not that I don't like the show. It just I just never gotten it. Never got into it.
0: Right. I can't remember that character right now either. But I do remember that uh, in the show Jerry had like a rival that he really didn't like. He had a few <laughs> rivals that he didn't like, but there was a specific like a comedian rival that he didn't like. Um,
2: yeah, it was he because the guy was always stealing his jokes. Right. Um, And I
0: think there was one time he was, like, trying to get Jerry to go to lunch or something with him, and he was like, I don't want to go to lunch with you. You keep stealing my jokes. I think I remember that. I vaguely remember that. Like you, not a big Seinfeld person.
2: Yeah, and I know it's great, and everybody loves it. Oh,
0: everybody loves Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. I just was young, and I, I haven't, like, sat down and watched it front to back.
2: Seinfeld would always come on when my mom would get home from work. Uh-huh. and there's something about yeah we all know there's something about being by yourself you like it you're home right. after school i didn't get my homework done yeah. you know what i mean and like i'm watching tv i'm having a great time yeah. and then when my mom got home i knew, knew that that it was a, a different change of the day now now it's right. mom's home we got to make sure now our stuff's it's done
0: what and well i mean if the tv's on it's probably what she wants to watch now
2: right? e- exactly exactly
0: for me that meant like csi law and order Crime dramas. <laughs> well, yeah. When
2: my mom would get home, that's when Seinfeld would start because the reruns right. would play at five, I believe, five yeah. p.m. And that's when my mom would get home. And so as soon as like she'd be pulling into the driveway and it started to get dark and stuff, I'd hear the but ding, 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 and I'd be like, Oh god! And, 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 <laughs> and, and I make it sound like I just didn't want my mom to be home. That's not it. But I was a kid, and I was like, Oh, I don't want my fun to be over by myself. Right.
0: Yeah, no, the vibe. Changes. Yeah, it
2: changed, and so. I just, ugh. I just never, I never, I always had that, that connection with it. And I was like, I don't, yeah. I just never really got into okay. it. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, respect. Respect. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to
0: edit this next part
2: out because I need to fucking find this.
0: <laughs> you have to find this man's name. Um, okay. Let's see here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm fucking really You're just going to it. He's Googling him now. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's, he's great. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, Is it Steve Fire? Steve Heitner.
0: Steve. All right. Oh, this fucking guy. Yeah, he was the one always stealing Seinfeld. Okay, so. That was going to fuck me up. We're back in. We're back in. (laughs) Oh. Jay has edited us. I just spent three hours googling that fucking name into the podcast. He has worked with the one, the only (laughs) Steve Heitner, and fucked up his name. I guess he was on Seinfeld, (laughs) and Jay fucked up his name. (laughs) I did, I did, and I and I I forgot it again. And I oh my god, you just had to Google it. Yeah, we spent twenty minutes trying to figure out this man's name. he's so i this podcast better not be on his radar
2: oh my god i know well he's gonna be like wow you fucked my name up in front of 400 front of people, and people and now then, he's just fucking my name y- up just cause yeah
0: just so steve heitner so
2: channel. if you guys don't know just look him up steve heitner he he's been in a bunch of stuff because i didn't i didn't know his name oh yeah he's been in a bunch of when stuff. he showed up i was like Oh, oh shit! Oh fuck! Yeah. And then um, so uh, and he he featured for at the show, and so I I open the show and I do my stuff, and then I'm like, "Are you guys ready to keep this show going?" Blah, 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 blah. And I, and I forgot his last name, and I went, I was like, "No, no, no!" Sorry when I when I when I when I brought him on stage, I said Steve Heitner, and then when I came back, and I was like, I was like, "Keep it going for." Steve
0: <laughs> did you say it like That's that it? though yep. no see if you had just gone up and been like alright everybody keep going for Steve it's like you know him on a first name babe but you were like Steve, Steve? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, you can't do that. <laughs> like, you gotta just be like, Hey, keep it going for Steve, everybody! Keep it going for my main man, Steve! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, there's a way to do it. <laughs> like, we're buddies. Yeah. You know? I
2: didn't forget his name. I know his last name, but we're his such friends, friends. I don't ever say I his last name. I don't
0: need to say his last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. to me, he's just Steve. He's just Steve. We've, I mean, we've known each other forever, me and Steve. <laughs>
2: forever meaning 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah but
0: exactly. It feels like... It feels like we bowled together growing up. It feels like our souls have interacted before. (laughs) He's my long lost uncle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who steals my goddamn jokes. (laughs) I stole my fucking
2: jokes. I went up and did six minutes, and then he took my six minutes and did it right after me
0: could you imagine? that'd be a good bit that'd that, be a that hilarious was... bit is if somebody <laughs> opens up the show with like eight minutes and then somebody comes up and does the exact same but same cadence same deliver- <laughs> like they're just perfect at imitating <laughs> oh, whatever man. they see that'd be hilarious oh that's hilarious <laughs> dude
2: oh so so yeah man i i think that um Remembering pe- That's where we were first on. Remembering people's names can be hard. Yes. That's, yes, it
0: can be. And that's
2: probably <laughs> one of the most important things about hosting is remembering their <laughs> remembering names. Remembering the names, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not even remembering them, pronouncing them correctly. I do the dictionary
2: thing in my notes on my phone. I do the parentheses and I go, this is how I pronounce it oh my god. Oh yeah, I, I have to. I
0: can't. I, yeah, no, I couldn't do that. Because the dictionary thing doesn't help me. That's like they just it's like here we have it written in English and then we wrote it in Sanskrit for the few fucking yeah. people who need that and then here's the definition. Like it makes no sense I to feel me.
2: Yeah. Well, I If I do it myself it's fine. Because then I put the word, I put the letters together I'm like no this is how it sounds. Okay this is how, I'll remember how yeah. it sounds. But yeah the dictionary sometimes you're like there's a lot of ease in here when you're trying to tell how to pronounce yeah this.
0: and the little symbols above and like below how and to I the side to, it's that like, help yeah it's like dude that shit's used nowhere but in the fucking dictionary <laughs> like oh my god it's annoying I, especially for i mean no in other languages they use little symbols and things above languages um but in English, we don't do that. We don't like cliche mm. is spelled like click, like <laughs> but not she Looks like quech. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't have the little uh, in Spanish uh, the acento. Yeah. we don't have that. We don't like we, we... don't have flavor. Yeah, well, everybody brought we, the flavor here. We,
2: <laughs> we pronounce things
0: differently, but we don't know how to translate that <laughs> to the written word. Apparently, that's that's real, man. That's cool. <laughs>
2: In America we really like to dumb things down. True. And
0: and and the, it, Do you it, know what I found out part of that was? Hmm. I saw I don't know if this is true, but I saw this online. Apparently in like I think it was like the 1920s or 30s or something, okay. um the like printing press people, the people running the presses for newspapers were charging for like every letter essentially. Whoa. And so that was happening in America and so all the American newspapers started shortening a lot of things. That's why in proper like England English, color has a U in it, but not in America. What? Yeah, because they were like, we don't need this fucking U to convey color. People know color and it, it would just the O-R works, so we'll take that fucking U out of here and save ourselves like Wow! Like decent chunk of change. Wow. Okay.
2: I mean that makes sense.
0: So that's why apparently there's like so many things in like the English dictionary or in the American spelling is different than the English spelling. I guess I
2: don't remember what it was specifically the wording, but I was watching National Treasure the other day. It was on TV. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm gonna
2: steal the Declaration of Independence. Let me get these these 1980s uh, uh, 3D glasses. Yeah, the blue and the, the red.
0: The bifo. The these are trifocals. These if are, I would have known
2: like, as a kid, I had the key right, to find the, to the treasure. The I would have done it myself.
0: National, right? Yeah.
2: He's like, "Well, let me switch it from red to blue." You're like, "What are you doing?" Uh, and then, and then, but it's it, the 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 writing that it had that it was. It was, and I, again, I can't remember, maybe I shouldn't even brought it up because I don't remember, but it was like, mm-hmm. it was English words, right. but it had extra, again, extra ease, and it had extra yeah. other things in it, and I was like, oh, okay. and mm-hmm. I can mean, I read that, I, I get what yeah. it says,
0: but. Well, because there's also a difference between, like, the English that America has today and the English that England has today, yeah. and fucking Old English, like
1: ye, ye old. Ye old. Ye old. Yeah. yeah. Everything was ye, yeah, ye,
0: <laughs> ye. <laughs> <laughs> what does ye stand for? What does ye stand for? Is it the? It, I believe it is like, um, like I think it's sort of like an old term for y'all. Gotcha. gotcha. Like I think it might be like referring to like a group of many. I feel like it's the same way I use the word respect. It's like, no.
2: ye was everything. <laughs> <laughs> ye old at this, <laughs> no, my ye car.
0: No, it... Re, it That's it, a very it fine infers, ye it, 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 belt. It infers, like, ownership or relationship <laughs> to something. Okay, that makes it's, more sense. There's like grammatical <laughs> structure to it. It's not just fucking whatever I didn't know what to
2: say So I just said ye
0: Yeah I just said ye <laughs> <laughs> I just fell back on ye Could you imagine Shakespeare just like What's your... Ye <laughs> Like I can't tell what I should put Ye yeah. So he looked at
2: her and said, ye.
0: ye. Yeah. <laughs> yee. In yeen eye. It, it would be thine eyes. In thine eyes. Shakespeare wrote See, this all yeah. fucked up. He didn't know what he was yeah, trying to say. I don't know. He just said, it's just a bunch of ye everywhere. <laughs> ye and thine and thous. With extra letters. Like,
2: he mm-hmm. put more letters than they're supposed to be, too. Even more and more. Uh, like, ye has, like, ten E's.
0: <laughs> and then in <laughs> It needs to look more like a sentence. In 2018, we put a T on it. And we turned it into yeet.
1: <laughs> yeet Yeet <laughs> That's
0: a powerful word Have you heard that uh, have I haven't you, you, uh, haven't heard of yeet But have you heard the Trevor Noah bit About nah mean Oh dude yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that little special is great dude yeah. Oh man Nah mean Yeah you know, what I, mean? I don't want to relive oh. aspects of my life With nah mean <laughs> yeah it was a good one anyway let's not rehash bits other people have already done right just go to netflix (laughs) y'all it's on there trevor noah i have so many fucking Comedy specials to watch on Netflix.
2: I still haven't even finished Rogan's. and I, and I
0: You haven't finished here, here Rogan's? Go, oh it's, my god. It, what it is is
2: I haven't finished the last 10 minutes because every time I try to watch it, something happens oh and I gotta gosh. go do something. No, but it's okay. It's I've watched so it three good. times. It's so I just good. haven't seen the last 10 minutes.
0: It's so good.
2: It's amazing. I, and I still preach it to people. I'm like, dude, that's a great special. You need to it's fucking watch that really special. It's really good special,
0: yeah. Um, really I just haven't good. seen this closer. I still need to watch Burt's um, I think I it's still great. need to watch fucking Tom's. Um, and
2: Tom's is another one I hadn't finished yet. I love it, and I yeah, still tell people to watch yeah. it. But I just again, for something happens, it's very hard sometimes to sit unless you're just sitting down for a couple of hours to watch a movie. If you're like, you know what, I have an hour, let me just watch no, this here's special. The and something thing. Happens That's and why I,
0: my, the specials are piling up is because I won't just start a special like I. It's a, th- a moment where I sit down. I'm gonna like. Yeah, smoke some bowls I'm gonna yeah. like eat some food and I'm gonna watch this special like that's what I'm doing yep. for like
2: it's a ritual it's a thing yeah
0: it's a ritual I get it's, you man. yeah exactly
2: if you don't have time for the ritual ain't gonna
0: happen yeah exactly yeah,
2: yeah. It... I know exactly how that is it's um, I'm that way with uh, with nor- just normal TV shows. Like people go, "Oh, did, yeah. you, did you catch fucking this yeah. season of American Horror Story?" And I go, "You know what, man? I tried the first episode, and I got busy for three weeks, and I just haven't caught yeah, up." Yeah,
0: no, that that's the same thing with me. Is like if I don't, basically, if I can't do it all in like one shot or in like two quick shots, like I can't, like yeah. I can't, like be watching a thing over several months' time. Like I'm not good at that. <laughs> I I love I love
2: being able to binge.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it's yeah. got to be bingeable. It's got. I have to be bingeable. <laughs> yes, yeah. I have to be in the place where I can binge it. Yep, yeah, exactly.
2: Because yep. I want to binge a lot of things,
0: <laughs> right? You know, but I
2: yeah. I, I just I got to make sure I got time, right? You know, and I actually I like not having time. Uh, I, I spent a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of years having time. Yeah. And uh, sometimes they get a little depressing.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, it's, it's, it is kind of nice to not have time. I don't know. I'm kind of in this transitory period where it feels like I'm going from having a lot of time to not having as much time. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I, my favorite thing to do is be lazy. My, my favorite oh. thing to do Sing is. Sing to me, bro. Sing Fucking to me. sit around all day and mm. not have to really do anything I don't want to do. When was the last like, time I showered? Yeah. Like, dude, I like, fail you, dude. Just fucking. I, ch- mm. Like, chilling on a level that most people have never chilled before. It, like, that's my favorite walked in on you, they'd, be, they'd go,
2: What the
1: fuck,
0: fuck, LJ? Like and you're you like, You don't this have me. anything to yeah. do? Yeah. No, I designed it this way. Yeah. This no. is what I'm doing. I've assigned myself
2: things to do and I'm doing it right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like <laughs> My oh. favorite thing is to be lazy. But oh. you can't do that. You can't do that and survive in this capitalist hellscape. No. no. <laughs>
2: and let's be honest, you probably couldn't do it back in the day either because you'd be farming uh, yeah, and no, fucking yeah,
0: you would have to farm for food. This and... is probably the
2: only time I don't in know. Human history where I feel we've been able like to be this I... lazy.
0: Here's the thing is if you there's I watched a documentary, people who live like old hunter gatherer ways, they actually have a lot of downtime. Really? They do. Interesting. They have a lot of, like, relaxed time, but, like, they fill it with productive things. Like, they're weaving, like, rope or something. But, like, a lot of times they're just, like, chilling, talking, bonding with the tribe. And it's, like, because, yeah, you got to go gather food and you got to go hunt, but how often are you you're gonna do that for done. like a few hours and then it's done and now you've secured the food and you have enough food food for maybe a few days before mm. you have to go out and do that again so what are you gonna do at in the fucking village you occupy yourself with like maybe there's a dude who makes like bowls out of clay or whatever but like he's doing that sitting there talking to the dude who makes rope and they're just like chilling yeah and so like they're like, they're doing things, but they're also kind of just hanging out. Like, I don't know. I man. never thought of it that way. Yeah.
2: You know, man, I think, I think, it, think you're onto it. something there. Think it's, about it. Like, yeah. we
0: think of it as, like, oh, you would constantly be struggling, and it's like, well... <laughs> maybe at first but after a while like they get it down and they figure it out and then they're really happy because they're just trying to survive super happy they're not trying
2: to buy a flat screen yeah exactly. they're not they, they don't need to work extra hours it's so never about make it what they don't their life.
0: have it's like once they secure the few things that they do need it's like all right cool we got everything we need let's Damn. kick back and it's like wh- whereas in our society it's like you never have everything you need there's always because there's an- always more there's always more there's always another Thing you can fucking have. There's always another thing to grind for, and like I don't know. I feel like we get caught um, up.
2: That's a yeah, man. No, that's uh. I think I think you hit it on the on the head, man. I I now that you explain that to me, I I, I agree. I yeah, think I don't remember
0: um, what documentary it was that I saw that explained that, but yeah, they were looking at like one of the few like remaining indigenous tribes in the world, and it was like. Like, A, these people are, like, pretty, like, happy and laid back despite having to, like, constantly be on the edge of survival. Yeah. And, B, they were, like... These people are incredibly fit and healthy looking. <laughs> um, and yeah, it turns out when you have to work for the food that you eat, you, it all balances out. Oh, basically. yeah. There's no fat people yeah, back exactly, then. I mean, I'm
2: sure yeah. there are big framed people,
0: but there wasn't Yeah, some there's obese. big framed people. And like because the tribes are established, they know where to get food. So like they're not like emaciated looking either. Like yeah. they're like healthy looking human beings. Like they look fit. They look like they could like run a fucking marathon like and no problem maybe like,
2: depending on on what um like what terrain you were you were living in too like if you're living in a snowy mountain life may have been a little bit more difficult than someone living in a, a jungle that's or like a, a land that has plenty you know so i think maybe, who knows like that's another wrench we could throw in there and think well you know
0: uh how much downtime did your environment probably has a lot to do with it but i feel like if you talked to, like, Inuit tribes, they'd be, like, same kind of thing. Like, like yeah, 10,000 years our, ago, once we didn't we know. Get our, once we get our fucking igloos built and then we, like, have a regular fishing schedule yeah. and, like, they have ways of, like, fucking um, ho- drying fish and holding on mm. to it for longer periods of time. And, like, once we have some, like, basic stuff figured out like it's not that hard and
2: you're right man I said 10,000 I would and, say
0: millions of years ago we're like dude millions of years ago we had a problem well, Okay, yeah, but no, the millions it of it years ago yeah exactly see it depends on the timeline we're talking you about this figured out for a long I'm time I'm talking about indigenous like <laughs> tribes of people and you're like well back in the chrome magnon days when we barely knew about tools well yeah okay that would be fucking difficult
2: hey LJ <laughs> can I use your leg as a tool
1: can I use your leg <laughs> It's a tool? <laughs>
2: no, 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 I'm going to need it.
0: <laughs> I'm going to need it attached. Can't you detached. use an animal's leg for the tool? Yours is bigger. <laughs> oh, no. And an h- elk's leg is much bigger than mine. Elks are faster. <laughs> elks are fa- <laughs> Elks are harder to go. I'm going to use your leg to fashion another item that will help me get the elk. LJ, you're that's sitting probably, right here. You're right pro- there. That's probably how it happened. Like, the first bone tool, Sacrifice this probably pretty fucked up but the first tools that humans probably figured out how to use really well were probably the bones of other humans like i feel like that's probably one of the first because they're so easily accessible to like pre-human ancient primates the bones of your like fallen comrades like you know where they are they're easily accessible, and that shit is hard. And if you break it in the right way, you essentially have a knife now. Like it's like it's
2: like taking your 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 fellow fallen <laughs> soldiers' ammo. Kind of, yeah. I mean, a little I mean, bit. Maybe that's dark. But that, but I think that's. I kind think of the same.
0: taking another human's limb and getting the bone from it to fashion a tool is darker than homie oh, just fell down. Let me take that. Or enlightening.
1: <laughs> like,
0: you're, like, you're like you're like now I
2: just changed my whole life. Look at this fucking sword I have. It used to be in right, this guy's yeah. body.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it would change everything. But I don't know. Look at this Peter maybe, Pan dagger I got. Maybe from his there's like elbow. a historical evolutionary anthropologist who's like these guys are fucking. Stoned? They're idiots. No, they used rock tools. Like they they had respect for the dead. You pieces of That's shit. That's so funny. I don't know. Anything's possible. <laughs>
2: I this. Is, I think that. um I'm sure. This is just what I think, but I think that any civilization from now to millions of years ago, they all had respect for the dead because we've all had a sense of like, uh, of wonder and. uh fear out of respect or respect out of fear for dying.
0: Right. And so... Once humans are humans, we have respect for the dead. I'm talking about, like, the pre-ape thing. Like 2001
2: Space Odyssey shit. Like, like <laughs> yeah. when they're, like...
0: When they find the monolith yeah. and they're like, oh, oh. and they they're fucking the throwing they're shit at each it. other with it. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. like, yeah, this is crazy. <clears throat> like, those fucking pre-hominid primates... Primates. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Smoking weed. They get you. Anyway, uh, those, like, pre humanoid <laughs> primates, um, they probably were real brutal about how and where and when they got anything food, tools, everything. Yeah. <coughs> when it hits the back of your throat I, I really enjoy listening to this podcast of two obscure comedians from Idaho just cough, cough.
1: <laughs> We just we're just taking,
2: taking hits to the face and it coughing it, if, if it was flour it wouldn't be as crazy but the the concentrates expand in your lungs when you when you hit it. All right thank you everybody for uh, dealing with all this all that coughing. That's what you get when you get two stoners on a fucking podcast, okay?
0: Right. Uh, if we, if you were
2: hanging out with us right now, we'd be coughing our asses off in the middle of our conversation. And
0: would you mind in person? For no, real. you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You'd be like, hey, are you guys okay? Can I get you a glass of water? But on the internet, you're like, these fucking cucks. Right. Coughing into the goddamn microphone. You know what? Shut up. Go talk to your mother.
1: <laughs> it's not like we're on a radio
2: station on the AM. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not very yeah. professional
0: here. We're just chilling. Exactly. We're just we're just shooting the shit. You're gonna man. get a whole lot more
2: out of us if we're just chilling than if you're like yeah. asking me a bunch of fucking questions.
0: Yeah. What do you think of the Kavanaugh situation?
1: <laughs> I think I
0: need to know what that is. <laughs>
1: You don't be, be, know. Before I, before I comment <laughs> on anything. Are you going to right now? <laughs> Are you Googling <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, live. Jeremy Nelson's not familiar with Supreme Court Justice. Lifetime appointment. Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> sexual predator alleged sexual predator oh
1: that guy <laughs> yeah that guy
2: oh,
0: so see, see, you mentioned something that I that my mind's like
2: oh, you to watch out for that fucker. I love
0: that it's as soon as I said his name I said his job I said so many things but as soon as I said alleged sexual predator you linked it yeah. that's Fucking perfect. That's what everybody wants. Keep that energy alive, Jay. <laughs> I don't care what his name is. I don't, I don't care what he does. I know he might have fucked yeah. somebody in I, the 80s who didn't want it. <laughs> I just know stay away. Yeah. That's all I Exactly. Know. Yeah. He likes beer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> I not love good how uh,
0: the Daily Show just keeps roasting him with that clip. Damn. They just keep whatever they can. like. And what's Brett Kavanaugh got to say about this? Uh, I still like beer. <laughs> it's just a great recurring <laughs> gag. And I look forward to it for the next uh, 30 to 40 years. God. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> Can you imagine he's an old fucking man? It were old men in 2088 <laughs> and they're still pulling that clip of him go, I still like beer. <laughs> oh.
2: Viral lasts forever, man. Right? <laughs> it's always going to be there. Oh, man.
0: It's going to get buried underneath like 12 other memes yet to come. Yeah. And they all all be mashed together because that's how the internet works. Like, you see shit from like 2007 mashed with something from like last month. That's just yeah. memes. That's meme culture, everybody. I love memes.
2: <clears throat> I love memes
0: because...
2: Uh, first of all, they're hilarious. I don't think that they are, uh, I, don't even, I don't even know what I want to say. I like them. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to defend myself. Look, I fucking like
0: memes. Okay. I like, <laughs> I like making them. I mean, I like uh, memes too, but I don't like what they represent about our culture. <laughs> Is that fair? You know what? Is you, that... you just put the pieces together in my brain. What yeah. I was trying to say. Yeah, I right. don't.
2: I don't like that. It's a huge thing. I think that yeah. it's hilarious, but I, I would love it if it was more of a subculture.
0: Right, which it was at one point yeah. in time. Everything was, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just that subculture got blown up and everybody's got a piece of it now mm-hmm. same thing happened with hippies that's why like you still see some of them around but it's like also a lot of people can claim to be a hippie without really exactly being a hippie yeah same thing with like um i'm trying to think of other i mean hipsters kind of that's happening to also like so many people have been called hipsters who aren't really hipsters that it's that started to lose its meaning. Yeah,
2: it totally has. So I, you know, I first of all I didn't really even know what a hipster was, like 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 exactly. I knew what they looked like, but right. I didn't understand like what's their what's their point of view. Like I like I, I, I well, this is what I always thought a hipster was. A hipster was a person who didn't want to be associated with the popular thing. But then that became popular. And so that's they,
0: basically what what, what yeah. a hipster is and was um like a hipster like a few years ago was like a dude with uh, a beard and a leather jacket with like some patches on mm. it and he's got some chickens in his backyard but now that's everybody so <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: that dude is now doing some other crazy shit like he's like, and then it became flannels and then everybody started doing that a lot. I don't know, like the trends, like they go in a sort of a circle, you know? Oh, they definitely do. I remember so, being
2: in seventh grade yeah. in 1996 and 97 and bell bottoms were coming back. Right. That was probably the first time I realized, oh, okay, things it's will always whole, like,
0: come back nostalgia vintage vintage yeah like that whole idea keeps things cycling like people people were in the vine like people got back into vinyl recently Mm -hmm. and so some people are still into vinyl but then hipsters like oh everybody's getting into vinyl i'm gonna get real into fucking tapes I'm going to get real into cassettes. Uh, like, that's what started happening. Which is happening. horrible because cassettes don't sound as good exactly. as anything else. Um, but then Guardians of the Galaxy happens, and now everybody is into cassettes. Fuck, so now what crazy. happens? People go back to CDs. It's a cycle. That's people, nuts, like, man. cycle through the nostalgia. And what's weird is, like, it, the cycle keeps getting tighter and tighter as technology Keeps expanding faster. Fast. It does,
2: man. Everything's everything's digital, bro. Like people, people, people can be nostalgic and they can want to have vintage and watch fucking VHS movies and shitty fucking definition. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but, but it's, it's 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 gonna even it digital is there. It, it's where it's at. It's it's never gonna go back. To, digital will never go away unless a shift of everything goes. You know what I mean? Well, I mean? Like, but
0: think about it. CDs never way went away yeah oh yeah vinyl never went away technology doesn't go away it just gets put on, like, the back burner somewhere. Yeah. Somebody still has a fucking cotton gin somewhere. Dude,
2: that's real, because when you walked into my my living room, I had my Nintendo 64 just chilling right there. Like, I've been I'm playing saying, No like, Mercy for all somebody's
0: morning. Somebody's <laughs> got a steam engine something somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah. technology doesn't just go away. We don't just forget about shit. At least not now with writing and the internet and the way information is. But, I mean, that could all also blink away really quick. I hoard um, books and, like, my notes and stuff from high school and college out of fear of an apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) Because the idea is that, um, like... If anybody has to rebuild, I'll have all of this, at least some niche information, like some important things Mm -hmm. that like, then they can like use to build off of like, yeah, maybe seventh grade, like biology notes aren't super important now in our world but imagine if all information that we've collected on the internet was blipped out of existence humans are back to fucking small tribes and somebody's got to figure out what we can and can't eat again well maybe some fucking 7th grade biology notes will help now or like you Have know fun, what I'm vegans. yeah And so, uh, like, I keep a Bible on my bookshelf, not because I'm super into the Bible and believe the Bible, but that's one of the things that, like, that's kind of a, more than anything, it's a good record of history, the Bible, if you know how to dissect it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a good, like, this stuff was happening in Egypt and blah, blah, blah around this time, like... It's a decent history, if you choose to look at it that way. Parts
2: of it it is history, right? Yeah. Other parts is
0: like, is like the Odyssey. Yeah, kind of, You know yeah. what I mean? Like,
2: a little bit. I know I'm not trying to get crazy some on it. Some of but...
0: it's, like, poems about lessons on how you should behave, but also some of it is the King the II issued a decree in the year, blah, 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 yeah. that stated such and such, like, which yeah. is, like, kind of important. Um, it it Hammurabi's is Hammurabi's Code is a big thing. Hammurabi's Code, uh, it's an eye for an eye, if you didn't
2: know. Oh, I, I had no clue.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here's the crazy thing. A lot of people, unless you, like, study history or philosophy or something like that, um, eye for an eye, like, today sounds real brutal. And that's because we're post-Jesus, which is all turn-the-cheek. Um, mm. But before Hammurabi... There was no sense of equilibrium. Yeah. Somebody somebody looks at your wife the way you don't want them to. Oh, burn down their whole farm and end their bloodline. Like, no. No, 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 You no, can't no do that. Need. No need. Eye for an eye. If somebody steals from you, they, you cut their hand off. You don't kill them. Yeah. Like, So it sounds absurd to us now, but it was actually reasonable at one point in time. Like, no, you can't end somebody's entire, like, kill them, their children, like, just because they had a small transgression against you, like, we gotta... We got to equal things that we're a, we're working for a society here. We're trying to be civilized. It's, it's not this, just you and your family. Yeah, exactly. It's exa- all of, us, it's in the, all in of us in this fucking city. A city's bigger than a village, you idiot. I promise like, if you live together,
2: <laughs> harmony, which is going to be great.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, and then like a few thousand years later, Jesus was like, you know, that eye for an eye thing, it was good, but really you should forgive you should turn the other cheek yeah. and we're still trying to figure that one out yeah <laughs> we're still cuz we still, still, still want to fuck some shit up <laughs> we all still want to fuck shit up yeah we're all still on that eye for an eye shit kind of i
2: i like that now i'm i'm not a, a very violent person at all at all but um i the concept of it makes more sense it does make more sense
0: especially because it's it's Reinf- it doesn't necessarily make more sense on like a higher level of thinking where the turn the cheek thing makes more sense but the reptile brain that you have yep. responds really well to that like you fuck me up, I fuck you up yeah, that sounds <laughs> yeah, good that, that makes sounds feel good yeah, exactly mm. Like so like it's just hard to defeat that especially it's hard to win that battle on an individual level, let alone like a societal oh, level, I bet that
2: took us years. It's like still like it, taking it, time, but I mean, like, it's got to be way better than it was. We first were like, Hey, oh, guys, let's not when
0: we first came yeah. up with the eye for the eye thing. Yeah. yeah, that took a long time to catch on, Jay. That took a long, long time to catch on. That's the, the Genghis Khan hadn't heard of that one, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> like it took a um, minute for everybody to get on that same page man, that's crazy. so everybody to get on the forgiveness page is probably going to take a little while too <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: well it's uh like the eye for an eye is great i do like that i don't know about cutting someone's hand up because they stole from me i'm like you stole from me i'll steal from you
0: see yeah that's I, don't know, just I don't know if a, i'll steal your you're like limb. that's just sort of more of an ancient understanding of what balance is and means but yeah yeah it's just kind of yeah i agree yeah. with you i agree with you like can, can i just like like slap
2: you in the face or something
0: i mean it is depends that, on that... what you stole right yeah, exactly Like, because think about it think about it in those days you probably were like a herder or like a farmer or something Or you were maybe, like, a weaver or something. Like, maybe you're making cloth textiles or something. And so if anybody steals any one of your items, that can, like, fuck up your whole livelihood. If anybody steals a spool of fucking fabric from you and that's your shit... You're fucked. If anybody steals a goat from you and you only have a herd of eight goats, you're down to seven now. You, fuck. You're fucked, man. Okay, I'll take your like, hand. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I get that, that. Point, I get that. It makes sense yeah. to take somebody's I'll, hand, I'll right? I'll take your fucking hand. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. I was thinking. I was thinking like, was thinking,
2: like hey, modern
0: he- times. You steal from me. I steal from you. Back in the day. Yeah. Like, today, we all have a lot of shit, so it's like, if you steal my TV, I'll take your fucking computer, and we're even. Like I was thinking you know? of, like, a laptop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't want to, like, like, put your hand makes, off. Yeah, I, I exactly. Mean, I'll probably break that your nose sense, or something. but that's I don't the know. thing, is, like... Um, when examining history (laughs) context is important um i've been (laughs) watching this uh youtube channel and i'll try to pull it up so i can like give him a plug um but it's great because he like uh he dissects different pieces of fiction um and uh also sort of Relates them to the real world. It's sort of like a learning channel for people who want to learn how to write. Um, But he also lately has been doing, like, breakdowns of, like, the rise and falls of empires. Because a lot of times in fiction you'll have, like, uh, an evil empire or, like, a giant nation that's, like, in the background or whatever. Like surprisingly like politics tend to play think about like game of thrones okay. like so like politics can often play into like uh fantasy and fiction star wars there's an evil yeah. empire there's a republic there's a new republic all those things and so like he's breaking down the rise and fall of empires and he's got really good I- editing and sometimes he'll just edit in like him yelling like history is complicated <laughs> like just to get across the point that he can't cover everything oh, that's great. <laughs> like, it's super in great. short yeah history is complicated uh the channel's called hello future me for anybody who's interested in like writing tips or anything breaks down a lot of cool stuff yeah anyway. i'm down for
2: that what's it called again
0: hello future me hello future which me. really has nothing to do with like the content of the channel um but yeah he just he breaks down a lot of um like popular tv shows and such that and like the aspects of their writing that make them great and so, like, if you want to write fiction, it's a cool free resource, I guess. I'm, mm. I've it's way on the back burner, but I've wanted to do a graphic novel for like a while. Yeah. So it's super helpful to me to that end. So. Yeah, man, I love I love that.
2: <clears throat> you know, graphic novels was something that I never really knew about for a long time because I wasn't much of a I've always loved comic book superheroes, right? And I've always loved, but I've never been much of a comic book reader,
0: right? Me too. Me too
2: but then i learned about graphic novels and it was like the illustration was different mm-hmm. and it was b- black and white yeah generally and it was it's ju- it was just done differently yeah it wasn't it wasn't i have
0: like a specific vision for what i want to do mm. and it's not a comic book but it's like that similar format that's why i call it a graphic novel yeah i got you um And really what I want to do is I want to fuse, like, Western comic book styles and Eastern manga styles into one thing, which has been, like, kind of done before. Um, Sounds interesting. But uh, mangas are usually way more, like, long form, and they tend to have, like... A definitive storyline whereas okay. western comic books are more like serialized stories like superman doesn't necessarily get a lot of character development well here's the thing is like during one writer's period on superman he'll take superman through this arc that then maybe people really fall in love with and that superman run as beloved but then uh, inevitably another writer comes on to superman and it's like well all that is kind of pushed to the side and then it's like a kind of like a restart on superman Mm. and sometimes more literally than others like sometimes they reboot the whole universe and i we got to do a new origin story for superman even though everybody knows the goddamn origin story for (laughs) superman like so (coughs) That's, like, the Western, like, the thing with, I feel like, Western (coughs) comics is they're, like, sort of, like, meant to exist in perpetuity, whereas, like, mangas from the East, sort of, some of them do that, but Mm -hmm. a lot of them eventually come to a definitive end. Okay. And so, I don't know, I just want to fuse both of those styles, and so I'd probably put out, like, sort of thick graphic novels Hell yeah! but there'd be a few series of them so it'd feel kind of like a comic book where you're reading multiple pieces of a story mm. but those pieces would be much meatier much much more would be going on in each novel that's why i choose the term novel than in like a, a comic book you know
2: i just thought of pulp fiction
0: Hmm. for some reason I don't know why well like... because you know what the, the definition of pulp fiction at the beginning of the movie right yeah it's so there was a genre called pulp fiction which was just sort of short fiction books that weren't they were all sort of set in like sort of this similar style it was sort of like a generally this out west sort of like rugged style and they'd just be these short gripping books that weren't too long it was pulp fiction you could it was pulp it was just like the remained whatever and it was fiction it was a fake story but you could get through it real quick Mm. it was sort of like it was comic books before comic books really
2: Dude, I, I totally, I totally lied when you, when you asked if I knew what the definition was. I said yeah, as I was looking at it in my mind. Well, you know, because they that, but give I a remember.
0: definition of pulp at the beginning of the movie, and they give a definition of fiction, but they don't define to you that genre. Okay, got you. Yeah, I got you. It, so... it's interesting,
2: but the way you said that was like because every part also of...
0: that movie is you could consider it a part of that genre because. It's this, it's not, it's not a long movie, it's not a short movie, but the way it's paced, it also doesn't feel long. No. Uh It feels, I mean, I don't know, if you've never seen it before and you're not willing to ride the ride, it probably feels long. Yeah. But, especially after you've seen it the first time, it starts moving pretty quick. Yeah. Um... And so, like, you can get through that movie in a respectable amount of time, and it has sort of, that movie's sort of like three short stories in one.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
0: that's kind of like... That's the pulpiness aspect mm. of it. And just the way the tone and the flavor of that movie, it harkens back to the tone of original Pulp. Like that's why it's so bloody and so like raw and crazy Yeah, is because, because that's what Pulp Fiction was. That's crazy, man. Okay, yeah. cool.
2: I, it just made, made me think of that because you said that each section, you wanted it to be meaty, and I, my mind immediately went to that when movie. When I said
0: meaty, you went yeah, to I went Pulp to, Fiction. Yeah, I went to that
2: because I feel like It's a every, meaty movie. Every scene has got a lot of substance to it. Yeah, you know? and yeah, I, it does. And it made me think of that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, like this graphic novel that I've been working on, um, it it's got a lot going on (laughs) it's got a lot a lot going on because like i basically came up with the whole idea my first semester of college when i was in reno okay at this time there was a bunch of uh there's a bunch of superhero stuff coming out we were like Uh, this was in 2014. Yeah,
2: there's a lot of superhero stuff. a
0: lot of superhero stuff coming out. They were, like, the MCU was sort of, like, transitioning from, like, phase two to phase three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Winter Soldier
2: came out. Yeah, like, a lot of stuff had
0: Uh, happened. Guardians of the Galaxy just came Mm -hmm. out. A lot of that stuff. And also comic book tv the Arrowverse was getting bigger flash got introduced daredevil
2: um, was on netflix daredevil
0: was coming to netflix soon um fucking agents of shield had been going for a second oh that's right so i had all this comic book shit around me and the initial launch thought for the whole graphic novel was like man i want to come up with some sewer superpowers that i haven't seen done before that are somewhat grounded in, like, some realism. And that just kicked off sort of this whole superhero universe. And that's what the graphic novel is, is sort of fleshing out the universe from, like, a few different angles. Nice. And so that's why each section... Each series, each graphic novel within the series would be pretty meaty. Like, the first part of it is just establishing two characters and their relationship. Like, that's just the first part. Yeah. But there's so much there that that in of itself would be a pretty hefty piece of writing that I still haven't finished. And there's more after
1: that. Oh, and so,
0: but I've been focused on comedy and stuff. So I haven't
1: been gotten to it. write
0: on it as much as I would like to
2: but Dude, we'll When you have a lot of projects, you got to You have to pick a couple that you really focus on because that's all you got time for. Right. That's all our brains. I mean, well, yeah. I, I'm generalizing, but that's pretty much everybody. It's all we have. Yeah. Time, it's all we can do. The cool thing do. about
0: comedy too, though, is that instant feedback. Yeah, is not just like instant feedback on stage. You say a thing and you get to see the the response, but instant feedback in the sense that like if you're doing well in comedy, you feel that. Yeah, it has an impact. Whereas like, it's so a you're lot of just, happy
2: chemicals to your brain. Yeah,
0: exactly. A lot of happy chemicals. Mm. A lot of dopamine. Oh, um, yeah. So then trying to go and just write a thing alone in your room that eventually you're going to have to sell to somebody and then everybody's eyes will be on it like that whole process is just so different Mm -hmm. that it's hard to go from comedy where you're getting like sort of this constant feedback loop of like, Oh, the more effort I put into this, the more I get out of it. Whereas writing, it's like, you have to front load all the effort and then maybe get something out of it. Like, so it's just, it's just different. It's a different creative outlet. It's a different process. And so, that's why it's been on the back burner, but yeah, yeah,
2: that makes sense. I, I mean, I, I like you said, man, that constant feedback is the best, and 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 I and I know that when people write these screenplays or they write these the, the novels or whatever, it, they will get a, a, something out of it. And it probably takes maybe once or twice to be like, oh no 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 no, this is. Okay, I'm still actually
0: like, yeah, lightly got... I actually have already done a total rewrite on the graphic novel. You say it once or twice. I'm I'm in draft two of it right now. Damn. because um, at first, I started from I was doing an origin story kind of I was doing what I later found out to be a prequel. I took a, I took a class at the community college and we got to talk to an actual writer who had released a graphic novel. And she was like, people don't care about as much about background as you think they do. And Mm. I was like, Oh fuck. And then I basically was like, okay, I got to like, like, I'm not going to scrap all of this because it could be a good basis for like a prequel one day. And it's good background for the character. Um, good for me to know his history and stuff. But then I also had to pick a point and be like, no, this is the real start point. This is where people are going to care. This is where action happens and you start asking questions and it's like, you have to piece together the narrative. Um, yeah, that makes for more interesting start than somebody just sort of like narrating, like in the year of such and such a person was born like that kind of sucks. But if yeah. you start out with like people running on rooftops and there's sniper fire and like they're ducking and dipping and dodging and then eventually like the sniper and the dude running meet up and there's a face off and like now people are like what the fuck is going on (laughs) I gotta gotta figure this out like it's an you give them like an exciting opening where you're showing a lot but not telling a lot and they get a lot of questions Um, that's kind of what the first rewrite has been about um, and I can feel that the next time that I come back to it, it's been so long might be due for another rewrite. I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. You'll have different we'll, ideas yeah, you, and you'll have
2: more stuff that you made it. You What's know, interesting you though, time.
0: what kind of how I know sort of like in my heart that this is going to be an endearing project for maybe the rest of my life until I can get the story out there in some shape or fashion. Yeah. Um, it's the characters just keep coming back to me. Yeah. Like, even though I'm doing other stuff, I keep thinking about, like, the characters and their development and them in the world and stuff. And so it's like, I can tell, like, okay, this is, like, a thing that I need to get out, but it's just going to take some time.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. and your views are going to change on things. Your outlook on life and how people live in their life are going to change. If you wait... I mean even two more years I mean I'm not you could wait a year but I'm just saying let's say two two more years and you, you get back into it you're gonna probably read what you read and not that it's bad but you're gonna be like oh but now I now I understand this about this or this about just because right. you're growing as a person too yeah so you're gonna write them differently mm-hmm. or or more advanced
0: I than think you're the more the part where that would be most true would be for like relationships between characters i think yeah understanding of relationships um will change more as i get older um what about how people have their outlook on how they how they
2: see the world as they get up in the morning That'll change too.
0: I guess so. Yeah, probably. The sort of like the theme of the story, the sort of background theme that people aren't necessarily, I don't want to beat them over the head with, Yeah, um, is this idea that like you can try and fight, uh, quote, the system from within, uh, but that just never works. You're going to have to... At some point, face it head on. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the f- real sort of, at least the first big theme of the whole thing is like. Because yeah, 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 So it'll be interesting because part of the idea of the story is that the characters sort of lose their way, mm. um, and. Yeah, given a few years, I might be able to write that better.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I think uh, it depend dude. If you if you literally, like, let's say, let's say ten years. Oh fuck! Let, I mean, I'm just I'm just putting a time limit. Let's just say, right, right. Because that's that's a significant amount of time for so you to, much for time. you to live
0: life. I would be thirty two, almost thirty three. You'd be young fuck you oh, man oh my god uh, that's, that's crazy though it's to, for to, for you to put it in that perspective for me for you to be like you still got 10 years and after that 10 years guess what still young like, yeah oh what <laughs> yeah that's crazy what? <laughs>
2: like, like you're, you're relatively young because you're not you're not the young people like 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 the age you are right now i'm not that age Mm -hmm. for sure i'm not i I, obviously but i'm not like that i'm definitely not in that
0: bracket for sure yeah
2: but um, below
0: 25 exactly
2: i'm not (laughs) but i'm also not like i'm not not young like 30s is your your right yeah that's true you know
0: that's true you can also still (laughs) really get shit done in your 40s oh dude yeah
2: And when there's people in their 50s and in your 50s yeah
0: you're still not really that, you're a little slowed down, but you're not that slowed down. You can down still get in shape. Yeah. You can still. Yet. Yeah, exactly. Here's the thing, is that 50, I feel like 50 is a crucial time. Oh, yeah. If you're too relaxed oh. at 50, 60 going to be hard, and it's just going to keep getting harder. Yep. But I feel like if at 50, you can kind of dedicate yourself to taking care of yourself, then maybe like 60 to 80 Still won't be that bad. I feel like once you hit eighty, it's not too much you can do. No. until you're, it's gonna go downhill. It's it going to go downhill.
2: Well, you I mean <laughs> you're, you're gonna de- you're gonna deplete uh, your body. Will start to break down. I mean, time just takes that away from you, right? Your
0: telomeres. You're, yeah. For those of you who don't know, on your genetic code, the sequencing, there's a thing called telomeres. It's essentially your genetic clock. Those little bastards kind of disintegrate given time, and once they're gone, you're done. uh, And science doesn't really have a way of fixing it yet. Although some studies have shown that regular meditation can help, like... Extend the livelihood of your tel- telomeres.
2: Well, that makes me feel better.
0: Right. You Maybe know. if we can just do a little more meditating from time to time. That's what I'm talking about. Keep our telomeres up.
2: <laughs> I uh, I I meditate every morning, but I, I, I don't always do the amount of time that I want to do. Like right. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm going for 25, 30 minutes. I don't. I like used seven. to do <laughs>
0: sitting meditation that I haven't had. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you're saying you don't have the time to meditate, you should probably make the time. <laughs> Ten um,
2: minutes is not that much time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but I've been getting more into going for walks and doing kind of a walking Fast meditation, meditation. Which yeah, I've done man. in the past too. It's just um like I said, I was I feel like I'm in this time of shifting where like, I had a lot of downtime and I'm shifting into having less downtime. And so the walking meditation, I feel, is sort of a manifestation of that. Like, I'm only going to sit and meditate because it feels like I have the time to sit and meditate, whereas like, the walking meditation is like the... I need to be up and doing something. Like, things need to get done, mm-hmm. but I also need the time to like center you know so that's what the walk is and about. it's
2: a different kind of centering I, yeah. I i think because when you it's great I, I love taking walks i feel so good when i when I get back when i walk mm. through that front door and i can come back, come back inside yeah. i'm like man but uh um, I, I think it's a little <clears throat> different because when you oh it's for sure different but, but i liked i like the it's both, sort of but it's different it's sort
0: of like walking is sort of like swimming in the ocean of your thoughts Mm -hmm. so it's good to do some laps now and then but regular meditation when people think of meditation is like floating in the ocean of your thoughts Yeah, yeah and not getting freaked out about the fact that it is a literal you have an infinite well it, it within you, and like, you could fall you in, can... you could drown in it, you could, but you can't let that get to you, like, you it's, like, literally, if you were floating in the ocean, are you gonna think about the fact that there's a deep, giant abyss below you, and a monster could come and fucking end you right now, or are you gonna enjoy the fact that you're floating on your back and the, the birds are they're doing their squawking thing, and mm-hmm. the, the sun is shining, and you're just you're just floating out here in the ocean. It can be one or the other. It can be super peaceful or it can be fucking nerve wracking. And I feel like the sitting down and the meditating and being alone with your thoughts and your mind and stuff is sort of like the same sort of exercise, but internally.
2: Absolutely. That's that was a great analogy. Um and you're right. Like, when norm, people normally think about meditating. think about sitting down. They think about shutting your eyes.
0: They think about your tapestry right here. There For you go. For those of you who don't know, there's no video. Uh, <laughs> Jay has a super dope tapestry in the room we're recording in right now. And it shows just the outline of a person in like classic meditation stance. Lotus. Lotus, yeah. Classic lotus position with their... Uh, pointer finger and their thumb finger connected great posture and then all of the chakra symbols are aligned in front of the illustration of the person meditating probably to show that they've Aligned and opened all of their chakras. Anyway, they are enlightened. That's what people think of as meditation, and I think that can sometimes be a trap for a lot of people. I didn't have a problem with that entry. Like, that made sense to me, and I could get into it. But I feel like a lot of people, that's such an obscure idea. That it in of itself is kind of a trap,
2: no, for sure. You know what's funny is is pe- people people uh, a lot of people think that it's like a religious practice,
0: meditation. Yeah,
2: and it's and it's not. not. Pe- now religions have used the practice of meditation, meditation. but meditation is something that we it just have. Be, it we can just, be we a just...
0: spiritual thing. It can be a religious thing. Those two things are different. There have been many intellectuals throughout history who meditate. Mm -hmm. Um, or in the West, um, meditation and prayer often would get conflicted. But anyway, um, there've been a lot of like scientists who will meditate because think about it. If you're a scientist and you're constantly trying to crack the code of the universe, it'd probably help to like, take a step back. Focus on your breathing. Get rid of those
2: weird fucking thoughts that coming to your the head that have nothing to do with what you're trying to do. And
0: shit. Like, just put it all. Clean it up. On, yeah, clean Organize it up. Organize it a little and bit. And then the pieces of the puzzle will probably fall into place for you. Like, so intellectuals have used meditation. It's not just a religious thing. It's a, no. it's a everything. Thing. People who run marathons, it's a physical thing. It's yeah. that finding it's a muscle. It's finding that center within you that allows you to sort of just get the shit done that you want to get done. Or conversely, understand that you don't always need to be getting things done. Yeah, like
2: well, it comes. Yeah, it comes down to we all have thoughts. That we cannot stop. We're always thinking. You're constantly right now as I'm yeah, talking yeah, to you. You're thinking yeah, of some yeah, stuff, yeah. whatever. You whatever it is, you know. But yeah. it's background shit. Yeah. We're always thinking, and that's everybody. What meditation does is it kind of lightens that a little bit to where you don't feel the weight of all of that. And if you do that, you do that at the start of your day. Try ten minutes, and then I mean later on, if you want to go to 15, 20, whatever, like but start ten minutes. And then you're going to start your day by getting rid, uh, or, 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 or cleaning out a lot of those thoughts that are just coming up, and 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 focusing on on just existing, and your worries and your cares. I pro- mm. anybody who's listening, I promise you, your worries and your cares will will definitely deplete. I'm not going to tell you it's the miracle cure, yeah, and you're going to be. But like,
0: here's the other thing: is if you practice meditation, if you practice that sort, of, it's not. Controlling your thoughts. It's sort of like letting the thoughts. Yeah, it's just letting the thoughts be and come as they are and sort of just. Well, there's different
2: kinds of meditation yeah, exactly. you can you can you can like look in your like close your eyes and look in you know look in your through your mind's eye and you can, they tell you to see your thoughts as clouds moving out and they're uh, your thought is 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 birthing it's it's you know mm-hmm. it's alive and then it and then and then it
0: dies right and
2: and, and you just have to let that yeah. happen let all that happen don't focus well, yeah, on just exactly. let it happen and then, What's cool and then they go away
0: is if you if you i don't know if you get into meditating is like i don't know I've never had a hard time on focusing on the empty spaces.
2: Well, that's focusing on the breath. I Yeah, think focusing on your breath. That's another type of meditation. Yeah. That's one of my favorites is
0: just focus like like That's when you're you're not pushing thoughts out, but you're so like focused on one thing that is such a basic thing that it's like you're basically looking at just like a a white Tablet. Like it's like
2: drowning out your kids.
0: Kind of. You're just like, you know what, I'm focused imagine. on this right now. I mean I mean to have yeah. kids. I just I just thought of
2: that just now, but it's gotta be like drowning out a bunch of things that, that you just can't deal with right now. It's sort of like and, and you get to focus on something else and like- then it lessens the pressure.
0: It's like finding the zen and the white noise. It's like, it's like in fucking uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when Hunter S. Thompson was super tripping out yeah. and he was trying to get to sleep, but he's got his fucking lawyer losing his mind in the bathtub and all this shit. What's he do? He turns the static on the TV all the way up to drown everything else out, and that allows him to fucking go to sleep. It's like... It's kind of like that. It, yeah. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> Only the people. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You have to have a unique set of experiences <laughs> to understand what I just said. But <laughs> still, that's kind of <laughs> that scene in oh, the fucking Oh yeah, affair, dude. When, when the lawyers and the listening to the fucking uh, what is it? Uh, fucking the White Rabbit from was Jefferson Airplane yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I, yeah, I don't remember that. He's telling him, like, turn it up. like, And then he wants him to throw the fucking thing in right at the peak of the song. <laughs>
2: Every time I think of, of of Benicio del Toro in that movie, the first thing that always comes to my head is one toke
1: with the line. Yeah, yeah. One, one toke, toke over, over the, the line. line. One toke, man, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> like they're because they're fucking way deeper than
0: one toke. <laughs> like they're taking like sheets of acid and stuff.
2: Yeah, they're they're, they're swatting bats off the yeah. freeway while they're driving. They're on
0: yeah, more we, than one toke. Yeah, more than one. Toke. One toke, for well, sure. One toke
2: over the line, which means they've done a lot, and that one last toke took them over the line. <laughs> but I still don't believe that. I think that they were over the line before they started driving.
0: Yeah. Well, have you read the book? No. Dude, read the book, man. Everybody it's says that. I need so to. so good, dude. I, I mean, I still haven't finished it. It's on my bedside table, though. Um, it's so fucking good. And yeah, they were lit before they started the drive to the movie doesn't cover that well but the story actually starts in california and they have to gather all of the supplies to go to vegas and so like they the book talks about how like they had to rent the fucking red car because like if we're gonna go to vegas we're gonna go in a red convertible duh um and then (laughs) they have to fucking get like they have to contact everybody all their fucking connections to get their drugs. So they have to go uptown to the, they have to go to the Mexicans. They got to go to the black dudes. They got to go, they got to go all over the place to get their assortment of drugs that they want. Um, and then they like get the liquor that they want. And then there's some mention of like the ether was the hardest thing to find, which, duh. Duh. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then, (laughs) so they, uh, Then they pile into the car, having already been, like, day Like, they were day-drinking when the idea to go to Vegas happened. They were already (laughs) fucked up. But then they threw on a bunch of psychedelics and shit and started driving to Vegas. Man. (laughs)
2: That guy was crazy, man. Hunter S. Thompson? Yeah. Dude. No, don't get me Don't get me wrong. I when we you know when I watch that movie I'm like wow what 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 a what an amazing mind trip to experience and like you know what I'm saying like I'm not right. I'm not trying to say that like I would do it but thinking about it
0: I tried did you <laughs> yeah it's it wasn't feasible I did my own version of it but it what it couldn't be done you can't. Do it because it's not the 70s anymore, which is part of the... Book, the fucking wave rolled back, dude. Like, yeah. you weren't there in that place in that time, so you can't feel it. Like, That's it's intense, frustrating. Man. But what was cool was when I t- broke myself of trying to recreate things that I've seen, started having my own experiences. It's like, oh, this is our own place in time. If you go to a music festival now, <laughs> buddy, <laughs> you'll have your own fucking story to write trust oh, me yeah. like yeah yeah Oof. i've never <laughs> been
2: to a music festival yeah um but i have been to like like psychedelic shows and like yeah i've like, 311 and concerts to, <laughs> for real. and you know and that, that's so crazy because those concerts 311 concerts are psychedelic for sure but it's such high energy at points right. because they have it's such an eclectic uh genre of music that they've done over the right. years but it's no matter what they're doing, it is mesmerizing. It is very psychedelic. I've never taken psychedelics at a 311 concert, <laughs> which is weird. I've seen them yeah. 11 times. Oh, wow. And, I, and I've, I've never... Um, but but uh, I saw Sound Tribe Sector 9 a few years ago. Oh, dope. And I, I had uh, I t- taken some LSD, and that was... I don't want to say the best concert I've ever been to Mm -hmm. because you were
0: on LSD. So your perceptions were a
1: little bit exactly. (laughs) But their
2: music is like very accentuated for that type of vibe. Mm -hmm. And, and so I remember like standing, like at some point I just ended up standing right up front and I just leaned up against the guardrail and I was just watching them like just, just, you know, um, and that was, that was one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. Dope. One of the greatest experiences awesome, I've ever had. And then when I got home later on, like that mo- next morning, mm-hmm. they had already had the video on YouTube. Because this oh, guy shit. named Jay Marr or whatever, he he records all their shit. Okay. And 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 I bought it. And I was still oh, I was shit. still fucking in it. <laughs> and I'm like, I just saw, you know, I just saw this last this night, right? I just, yeah, I did, and now I'm buying it. This is weird. I'm still fucked up,
1: <laughs> and uh, it was it was
2: crazy. And so I had listened to it I, while I was coming down. I had listened to the whole show that I had just had this amazing experience. Oh, that's on. wild! dude. It, it was really, it's really cool, man. And that's um,
0: crazy, man. I. Best show that I've ever been to. Well, I don't know if it was the best show that I've ever been to, but it's a show that I want to talk about right now. Yeah. Um, because it's timely. Uh, I saw Mac Miller on his space migration tour. He came to Idaho, and not only was it Mac Miller, he had Action Bronson with him. I Action, fucking
2: love Action Bronson. Action
0: Bronson is the shit. And I saw him in, like, this had to be, like, 2012 2013 um, and I saw them both in the same show in the same night I didn't know what I was seeing with Action Bronson I I had never heard his name before and it took me a couple years to look him back up because he was the opener I wasn't there for him I was there for Mac Miller but what I noticed about Action that night is like oh he just livened up the fuck out of this crowd like which if you know Action but duh duh. duh, Action Bronson brought the fucking energy and like so like everybody was fucking ready for Mac when Mac came out and it was such a polished show it was so good the lighting and uh the way he had the music set up he was such a true fucking artist man i am still not over the fact that he is dead i don't think i'm gonna be for a long long time like this is like this is my john lennon this is my elvis this is my bob marley this is my Jimi hendrix like this is it's because it's it's the one that I actually grew up with. You
2: yeah. Know? that one right. hasn't happened to me.
0: right. You haven't had an artist where like you grew up with them and then they died.
2: Not that I can think of in my in my head right now, but I can tell you wrestlers. Let's see when Eddie yeah. Guerrero when Eddie Guerrero died,
0: dude. I remember when Eddie Guerrero died. Dude. I was just getting into wrestling when Eddie Guerrero yeah. died. I remember it was a huge thing. I, I like they kind. Of, I feel like they kind of made it a huge thing on the shows, oh, but it yeah. was also just a huge thing for the fans. Um, because I remember because then didn't they spin out of that that whole uh or. Did they. That's not where the rivalry started. Did, maybe they paused the rivalry between fucking Chavo and uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah.
2: I believe so. Did, Something like that. Didn't
0: they spin the rivalry out of that after Eddie had died, or had that already been happening? And then Eddie died, and they like paused it. I don't the, remember. Like one I said, thing I was young.
2: The one thing I do remember, because see, I was in the business at that time. Oh shit! And so I did keep up on the storylines, but I was really involved in like trying to develop myself. It's kind of like right now, like you watch specials every now and again, but you're really involved in your own material. Right. Things like that. Um, but I remember the, the a big thing that was going on that was a really, really racy, shitty, crazy, weird gimmick where... Where because uh, Eddie's T-shirt said "I'm your poppy" because yeah. he was t- telling uh, Rey Mysterio that Rey Mysterio's son Dominic was was his son, Eddie's son.
0: Oh, okay. And it was
2: this weird, like like, like we know this isn't true. This is just come on. Like yeah. I know it's pro wrestling, but we know this is come yeah. on now. And it was a really weird. Oh, I said racy. I meant controversial. That's right, what I was trying right, to come right, up right, with a very right, controversial right. gimmick. And then All he right. died. And then okay. they like scrapped it or something. And then Chavo okay. was like, I'm going to what and they, they did the thing. And then they probably wrestled a few times, but they, just... boom. I remember it was done. They're like,
0: okay. They're like, what well, that,
2: that's, we're not going to even touch on that's that. That's
0: what happened. All right. See, yeah. Cause I, re- I remember Eddie Guerrero died and then I remember, yeah, seeing Rey Mysterio and Chavo a couple of times.
2: I still remember where I was when I got the text. I used to get texts like in the middle of the night. From buddies, because when you're when you're, I mean, now it's different with social media, right. but like in 2002, 3, 4, and five, and even six, right. um, I got get texts from my buddy Dimitri or my buddy Tommy or whoever in the middle of the night, and they'd be like, you know, R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero, and right? Then, and then then the next day, everybody was I like, feel like about I feel
0: like I fucking remember those texts too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably don't because I probably didn't have a phone, but like,
2: man, I, I had this one guy. When I moved to Kentucky, there was this old, well, old, oh, whatever. I'll say old. He was an old wrestler. He's probably in his early 50s. And uh, his name was The Real Deal Rod Steele. Okay. And, and you know, he talked like this. He just talked to you, and he was like, I'm, I'm the shit. What are you doing? Fuck you. Fuck all you. All right, right. He was very hard to deal with. Right. But I'm, I'm very easily... Uh, easy to get along with and I'm, I'm just kind of like you're whatever you're
0: pretty amicable
2: yeah there you go amicable that's a good word for that Uh and and so I would hang out with him and stuff you know cause dude he was this giant guy right and he dude he he he, he had this weird beard that he was totally a wrestler you know what I mean like totally right. a wrestler 100%
0: like, 100% like he was wrestling in like the 70s he, he was, <laughs> he was, well, I think he started in the 90s oh, okay in like the early to mid 90s oh, okay.
1: Uh
2: Hey, uh but he um it was nuts dude i, remember when I went over to his to his apartment and and he would like snort cocaine <laughs> and and then at one time we went over there because we uh we were gonna get like a painkillers or something. I've never gotten into painkillers, but every now and again, I'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll take a couple of Vicodin and have a nice little night. Not anymore, but back in my, you know, yeah. when, I was re- See, when I was wrestling. Drugs was whole, are fun. That was a whole different time. <laughs> yeah. So I went, we went over there. To you don't get... have
0: to explain to me, yeah. man. <laughs> We're all degenerates. I Fuck get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I trying every, to like? Every once in a while, you pop a fucking painkiller. Every, yeah. every once in a while, it's fun. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Just, just,
2: just, don't, just don't do it every day.
0: Yeah. Just don't don't, yeah, let's you know, not contribute. Don't become a st- statistic. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm about to talk about. <laughs>
2: uh, so we went over there to get some, 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 uh, Vicodin or whatever. Pers, Zima's, perks, Zima, Zoma. It was what,
0: probably Perks back in the day, right? Perks.
2: Somas, that's what it was. Uh, oh, okay. no, I think actually, you know what? I think it may have been Perks. Um, and, cause this is two thousand nine.
0: That was like the first one to flood the market. I feel like was Percocet, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: Somas were a big thing in the early two thousands. Okay, but um, so we go over there to get some of those. Well,
0: because wasn't the Percocets thing came from the Sopranos, right?
2: Oh, I don't know.
0: Because didn't the main character in Soprano... Sopranos. Oh yeah, me oh. either. See, that's why I don't know. See a bunch of people, I
1: haven't seen the
2: Sopranos <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm I saw sorry. the whole first season but and like, I just didn't get
0: back into Or no, the thing they put him on was ProZac, I Prozac. think. Prozac. Yeah. That's a happy drug. Yeah. That's, that's not what well that's what not it was. A, it was, actually yeah. it's supposed to be happy drug. Yeah. It's just a fucking that's number. That's what I was thinking of was Prozac, because I remember yeah, Prozac was popular too yeah. at one point in time. Yeah. I was a fucking kid, and I knew Prozac was popping. I'm like, people out here pop, popping Prozac, dog. Oh,
2: <laughs> but this guy busted out all of his guns. Like, oh, shit. He was like a... He so was like you're
0: a in this old wrestler dude, house. Crazy guy. And he's, like, doing cocaine, and he just busts out yeah. all his guns. This is what
2: he did. It was, it was me, uh, my brother Dimitri... And and, and our, our boy Sergio, and we were in this in his apartment, and he's like, "I gotta use the bathroom," and he gets up and he just walks into his room his his room where his girlfriend just stayed in there. It's weird. It was fucking weird. And and he walked into the bathroom, but before he he walked into his room, and then he came out and he had like a you know how like, how the detectives and cops wear like the the gun straps, but it's like a backpack thing little. Well, it's not a backpack, but it goes over. You wear it like a backpack,
0: like you would. It's the fucking side holster. There you go. It's yeah, it's the side where it wraps around you, and then it's like right.
2: It's under your arms. Yeah, it's yeah, under both your of arms,
0: them. essentially. He comes yeah. out with
2: one of those, and he puts it on the table, and he's like, he's like, don't fucking steal my shit. And we're like, what the fuck? Okay. And he goes into the bathroom, and Sergio gets all mad. He's like, that bullshit. He's like, he's trying to, he's trying to fuck with us and he got all crazy and cause who we were, we've been drinking, we've been out, you know what I mean? We were out with him and we were out partying and made this big deal of it. Jesus and we're like, man. we're like, dude, please, we can't do this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Dude. And, uh, he, he, anyways, so that's just one of the, one of the crazy things, dude, I, this guy, this guy picked me up for my 25th birthday in a brand new Buick. He had a fucking suit on and he took me and Dimitri out to the strip club. Okay. And he introduced us to the manager. Pro wrestling, bro.
0: Right. Strip clubs okay. and pro
2: wrestling is like peanut butter and jelly.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not know oh, that. Oh, yeah.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like pro wrestling and strip clubs is like uh, Pizza Hut after the Little League Championship.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a necessity. Right. <laughs> Your night's not complete without it
0: Right And so (laughs) That was good That was a good one (laughs) That was solid
1: (laughs) And, And so
2: he takes us there And he introduces us to the manager We get free drinks He knows all the girls they're dancing in front of us and he's talking, having conversations with them, like 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 they, like they their brother and sister or something. Like, well, Cindy, af- how are the yeah. kids? That was a weird analogy. <laughs> yeah. Like they were neighbors. Yeah, but, no. You know what I mean? Like, 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 it was weird, then. yeah.
0: Apple, did you get that recipe? Yeah. You got the fried chicken? You're coming yeah. on Sunday, right? Yeah, you're coming. You're right? coming, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool, yeah. All
2: I mean, right. I,
0: I, I, I you, made arrangements. You, me, but- <laughs> Cindy, and uh, Sugar over there, we're going to get together and we'll have a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's fucking tight with You these come girls, to the show. So. Okay. And old barbecue. Yeah, exactly. Okay,
2: and, dude, crazy. It was, and, and he, So what ha- eventually happened was, I was gonna buy this. So he used to have these the, the, these robes that he used to wear when he would come out to the ring. Oh my like god, like old Macho really? Man robes. And it was the guy that made Macho Man's robes. These are like five thousand dollar robes. And he was gonna sell it to me for fifteen hundred. Because at the time, I was like, like fuck yeah, I want that was robe. Was
0: there no like sense in the community of like? there's been a lot of people who've done the robe thing bruh like was there nobody telling people like dude like rick flair kind of owns the robe and like yeah. macho man has a niche but like yeah. uh, the fucking robes are a little bit played out right now you're thinking like, of a
2: bathrobe yeah. this, this, is, uh, <laughs> this is more like a uh like a poncho
0: uh, yeah, like the little cape Yeah, thing. the cape poncho. Yeah, like I know poncho, the difference yeah. between Macho Man's and fucking yeah, Ric yeah, Flair's, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, at a certain point, there's only so many fucking, like... <laughs> I wanted it.
1: <laughs> and I wanted to use it.
2: I was going to pay him 1500 bucks for this thing. Oh,
1: my God, I thought it was going to help my career. Oh,
0: my God.
2: It was blue and black and that's silver like, and sparkling. That's
0: like if right now you were willing to pay an old prop comic for his briefcase of fucking props. I just
2: hang out backstage <laughs> and care top. And yeah. Like,
0: hey, man, can I have that,
2: yeah, those glasses I, with I, the
1: yeah, hat? Yeah, I think it's or?
0: really going to help me out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what?
2: I need a closer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or like you think if you can get one of Jeff Dunham's puppets That you'll fucking blow up Like No (laughs) I need to
2: dismember this on stage (laughs) That might actually kill
0: That might be really good (laughs) It ends
2: after I I cook it (laughs) Yeah so I was gonna buy this robe And I didn't uh, Because I told him I didn't have the funds at the moment And he's like that's okay but he was crazy and
0: he Oh yeah, you don't want to take something on credit yeah. from that guy.
2: And I didn't take it. I told yeah. him I was
0: like I'll pay you in a month. I'm going to get money.
1: Yeah.
2: So he moves, he had to move. Right. To Florida because he's paranoid. Dude, they had a warrant out for him. He lived for probably, a while right? in a hotel. And he told me, he goes, he goes, he goes, that's my room up there. Right, there. he's like he's like right there, man, it's my room. He goes, he goes, he goes, right up there. He goes, I can see to the I don't know what he didn't have an accent. I don't know why I did that. He's like, he, he's, like, he's like, he's like, he's like, see, man, I can see th- uh, out the right and I can see out the left. I got two windows because I got to watch my back. He said that he worked on like the, he worked for like this black ops. That thing. is the
0: stupidest goddamn thing, bro. He that was all I coked out. He was. Ever he, was heard. he
2: was Joey Diaz coked out all the time. Like listen, if different... anybody
0: who's fucking ever in danger of being that coked out and paranoid, you don't want more windows. You want less. I don't even think that was his room. I think he just said that. Like I would,
2: I would drop him off outside the hotel.
0: He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> if we've learned anything so far, this man—he probably was suffering from CTE before anybody knew anything about it. Yeah. Oh, he's killed people for sure. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure, he's killed people. Well, now this is a deposition. Well, now, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, unfortunately, we can't do anything about it now because he eventually moved to Florida and then um, he
0: got lost in
2: the swamp down there. Uh, no, he um, shot himself
0: what yeah. that definitely sounds like some CTE behavior. Uh, yeah, Bro. He,
2: uh, so after we talked about the robe
0: two weeks, like later, collectively, like everything, oh, like yeah. the cocaine, the violence, the he paranoia, all and then it ends shit. with him killing himself. That, yeah, no, yeah. it seems like he took one too many chairs to the dome. Oh,
2: something man. He, what happened was two weeks after that conversation about the robe, he had to move to Florida and he called me and left me this voicemail. And he was like, You fucking piece of shit. He's like, You fucking owe me money. You better give me my money. He said, like, You owe me my money. Where's how come you're not answering your goddamn phone? And he was it was crazy. And 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 it, and it just click. And then a couple days later,
0: I I get word. he Damn. He committed he shot himself. Damn. That is a wild stuff. And then nuts, dude. Is is that when you decided to get out of wrestling?
2: That, that wasn't
0: That's funny you say
2: that now, yes. But but I I never pieced that together.
0: Not in the moment that not at the moment did you go, all right, I gotta get the fuck out of this. (laughs) But like that's the moment when you your brain started going like this is maybe not what I wanna keep doing.
2: When I was in a really bad state of mind at that time i was a dude i was a 9 a.m cocktail mixer at some point
0: like fuck bro you know yeah what I'm i saying? remember you telling me i would take naps this. at like 11
2: a.m because i was already passed out drunk <sighs> get up kind of get a little bit tipsy again before i had to go do what i was gonna do Damn, and then dog. dude i did that for years and Damn, yeah bro. so that that was a big factor of me getting out um i thought it was my talent but no it was it was uh, it was drinking Uh, it was, and, and the fact that I just, my heart just ended up fizzling out. Like, like the, the, the heart and the love I had for pro wrestling as a fan did, did translate and turn over into transition into being a worker, being an actual wrestler and all that stuff. But, um, after a while, like I am, I'm, I'm not a fan of pro wrestling and I I, I, hate it, but technically I'm not. I, I like it and it's a part of my it's a part of, it's always going to be part of me but I, I, I don't talk about wrestling like a fan talks about wrestling I just right. I, I, I'm, I I that was forced out of me when I got into the business oh. and so uh, what happened was I'm not a fan anymore I, I loved right. it on a different on a different whole different level now Right. and then when that became taxing and it was so hard to keep up and it was hard to do then it was like well I don't even like you
0: uh, and I'm trying okay. to keep this
2: relationship together. And yeah. I don't even fucking like you anymore.
0: Okay. You know what I mean?
2: Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but, but I still love you. Uh, Ew, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was really... So, there was a lot... There's a lot that went into, like, okay. I gotta fucking... Okay.
0: I gotta go. So, you staying a fan of comedy?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I am a fan of comedy. But the thing is, is... um, So, with comedy... It just it just feels different. And I don't mean to talk shit about pro wrestling in the business because I don't I, I love it and I'm, I'm always gonna be in that alumni, you know what I mean? But right. But when I got into wrestling, what happened was is that you, you're taught to not be a mark. What a mark is is is, is a fan that gets excited. Which I guess, wow, well, great, great definition, Jeremy. Uh, of course, the fans gonna get excited, but a mark is like when you mark out, you're like you like you like, ask a bunch of questions, and you're like a little fanboy, and you right. just you start being annoying and shit. Right, right, right. You're you're so you're taught not to mark out. Right. So even though, because when I went to the school I went to was very prime at that time, and there was a lot of names there, a lot, mm-hmm. and you couldn't, you couldn't mark out and ask him for their autograph or ask him for a picture.
0: That's interesting. Cause I've heard this term in a very different community. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've, I, uh, this is the term that I've, heard. bro, that's Mark ass nigga over there. Like, oh. that Like That's what I, where I've heard that before. Yeah. So it's interesting to hear it differently, but anyway, yeah, you know, no, no, that's, that's very yeah. interesting. I, yeah,
2: yeah. So you can't, you can't mark out. And, and and you um you can't look at things like a fan anymore like you can't you can't you it's like you couldn't get excited the way you used to get excited about things because right. you were analyzing it and and you couldn't like like you didn't walk around yeah, I, I, I I didn't walk around wearing wearing wrestlers t-shirts yeah, and stuff that's
0: very different from comedy because it's you're very different. totally allowed to be like excited about comedy while doing comedy like any comedian who got the chance to be on a show with like a a big name in comedy would probably be at least in their head like oh shit gotta do a good job and then outwardly they're probably at least gonna be like trying to like interact yeah. With that big name to try and get some like face time so like they know who you are. If you're not playing a character like,
2: in comedy, which you're not really anymore, uh it's easier to to become personal with that. Right. What happens is the, there's another factor in pro wrestling where everything has to be a work. There's a thing; it's an old term. It's barely used anymore, but it's called kayfabe, and it's an old carny term because that's where pro wrestling Fucking started was in the carnival damn dog you're fucking carny bro it's called kayfabe (laughs) and and it and it's it's it means like secretive like you got to keep things right uh uh you got to keep the fake behind the
0: the curtain okay yeah so when you get don't break the fourth wall yeah yeah sweet jesus don't do that so if you're in the business
2: don't come up to me and ask me Questions about my character as a fan because you're now on right. our you're now on the inside and you you don't get to act like those people well like the is other there like don't. fucking
0: later at the strip club can I ask you yeah so yeah hey okay. the but, fucking pizza hut after the fucking little league game yeah. at the strip club after the fucking the characters are done they're put away the crowd's gone can i fucking talk to you about my character or are they like no i'm the fucking
2: shit. you're probably not gonna hang out with them after the oh my show. god okay. you know what i mean like like they're gonna have their own i gotta
0: tell you the wrestling community sounds real shitty Sounds like a horrible group of
1: people. Well, here, here you, yeah, yeah. And, and, we
0: don't hang out. You're not allowed to talk to each other. Yeah.
2: Well, big draws, if, if, you, if you get a random person the show and they're able to get
0: big draws, the big
2: draws will go to their own dinner. Okay. And and, and do their own thing. Right. Um. And and it is it is very very uh uh separate. It, it, it is
0: stratified.
2: But, but that but it's it's because. It's so hard to find people who will stick around and right. who will do the work it's kind of like kind of like comedy where it's it,
0: kind of a test to see if, who's willing to stay that's the exactly longest. what it is and who's, if you love that
2: business it doesn't matter yeah like it, I I've never said sir so much in my life than when I was in wrestling if there was somebody who and they didn't but it was but it was it was nice because if, if it was respect. You really respected what they had gone through to get to where they're at because you're doing the same I thing.
0: Hate, sir. Me and I now I don't like fucking it. Fucking hate, sir. Now that I, I hate calling people sir. Do you know when I use sir when a fucking cop pulls me over? That's I use awesome. sir as a last resort to keep from getting shot. I fucking hate sir. Anyway, continue. Dude,
2: yeah. <laughs> I w- w- now that I think about it, when I'm outside of it, I'm like, wow, dude. Like I was really willing to just like. Like be a nothing, so that I could be something, and that's really what it kind of is. And it, dude, it's a decade over a decade later. Maybe it's changed since when I started. I've, I probably has, but it, it was like a you. I loved it so much, and I I wanted to be a part of that so much that I left my entire everything here, my family, my my I left my friends, dude. I left my little brother, all that crazy shit to do this. Damn. And, 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 and that wasn't going to make, I, I, I it wasn't going to make that, that, that uh, uh, sense of like, where I, I had to be subservient, not subservient, that sounds, but where I had to be re- overly respectful, that was okay to me.
1: Mm.
2: I was like, no, I, I totally get that because I look up to you because you are a, this status in this business. I look right. up to you so many, you, you, everyone in this business has been my heroes my entire life. What do you need from me? Right. Oh, I'll call you, sir. I'll treat you with massive respect because I want to be an equal one day.
0: Damn. But
2: now I look back and I'm like, damn, man, because I wouldn't take that shit now. Right. And I, I just why wouldn't? And it's crazy. I don't know. It's just nuts to think about. But it's a very different thing. And and it's, I guess going back to the part where I said about kayfabe, where because it's a secretive business, if you're going to be in the business. Um, you can no longer fan out because you are now on the inside, where, where 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 we're trying to keep that we're trying to keep reality separate from people. Right. You know, like if you go in, if you go in the back where the wrestlers get, like like getting his stuff on, and he just got done with his match, and you're like, dude, that was awesome. You know, I've been watching you since da 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 da, and he's like he's like I just want to say, say how how awesome, which sounds great, but it's like whoa, man, like like you're. You are fanning out in in a place right now where I'm supposed to be protected from from my character. I
0: kind of understand that. I kind of get that. So we
2: don't get to mark out anymore,
0: right? They just cut all that out because in comedy you could like if you saw one of your fucking comedy heroes have a great set, and you're there, and for whatever reason, you have enough access to them to be like, hey, man, really great set, love what you're doing. You're allowed to do that, but you can't get to like you're my fucking hero, bro. Like, you can't do that to somebody. You can't do that to anybody. Like, because that's that's too much to put on any one person, no matter what celebrity or profile or anything they have. Like, to tell somebody, like fucking have loved you for so many years it's like whoa man I appreciate it thank you but like you're a little in my personal space and I don't know how to react right now so I kind of understand that like I kind of get that like there's a level of like where you don't want to go past it when you're interacting with somebody who's above you in the business that you're trying to be a part of, especially if it's an entertainment business, mm. like you want to show them that you're fucking cool, you're in the game too. I know how to play. Like,
2: I, I, I I know how to how to play the game the right way, respectfully, so that you right. way, so that way you will maybe. Seem like take the time to yeah. see my talent and but see it my answer. Like there's
0: much more leeway in comedy. For
2: oh, there definitely is. Like... And I'm not trying to like say that it's not bullshit. It's not kind of douchey and fucked up the way <laughs> that I, I know it is. Because I said on the outside now, I look back and I go, "Damn, I really like." I was willing to just like do everything. Right. For, I really was like I was willing to like. I was. I wanted to service the business. Right. I really did, and. And and so I took a lot of that and like, there are unwritten rules in wrestling. A lot of unwritten rules. I, I you have to shake everyone's hand when you walk in the room. Everyone, everyone. And if you don't, then it's massive disrespect. And and um weird. It's weird, dude. And when you say goodbye, you got to fucking shake everyone's hand. If you, if you, I
0: fucking hate that. I, Irish fucking. It's a respect exit thing. Exit all the time. Like yeah. I'll just dip out. I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, that would have uh, that would have got you nowhere. Yeah. No, 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 I'm just well, no, no, no.
2: I, mean, I, I just mean that because um, it it is such a very strong thing, right. and and it was um, it was such a, a a way of almost like a unity. Like even if you didn't like somebody, dude, you, you still were like, hey man, and so it almost like it forced you to to interact with everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and and again, it, I know it's stupid, but that was that's the way it was. And, and I'm sure it's still like that in in some way or fashion, but it's, um, it was a whole different type of, of, of world
0: that you get into. I don't even know how much time have we done an hour 49,
2: an hour 49. Yeah. It's the longest one I've had since I've had these. I've been doing hour episodes. I don't give a fuck. I've been having a great ass time. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. What do you got coming up? I've got um, next week. I got the, the coolest thing actually I've I've ever done. I'm going on the road. Oh for the shit! First that's time. right. You are next What's that all about? next Thursday. So six days from now.
0: Okay. So and how long are you gonna be on the road? Where are you going? Like I want the whole breakdown. What's going on? So
2: I'm going. With, so it's gonna be me and comedian Sean Peabody, and we're leaving from Boise to. We're going to Brookings, Oregon. Okay. And we're doing a show next Saturday. It'll be next Saturday in Brookings, Oregon, which I guess is on it's on the border of uh, Oregon and California. Okay. So it's probably going to be a little chilly. <coughs> a little bit. Which I'm going to dress for. I'll make sure. But uh, we have that show, which is already sold out. I'm pretty excited about oh, that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's called The Star Lounge.
0: Okay, dope.
2: Yeah. And then we do that, and then we're going to go... Uh, camping in the redwoods for two days on our way to sacramento nice so we're gonna do some maybe do some squatching doe yeah yeah Yeah. and um so we'll do that and then we'll be on our way to sacramento and um when we get to sacramento we have uh, four nights of shows and sean and i are doing laughs unlimited
0: Oh nice. In Sacramento. Dope. So that's um, gonna be super cool, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, man. I've been like uh I've lately I've been getting more and more into the idea of getting out on the road and like I was sort of hitting this block where I was like trying to figure out how to do it, how to get out on the road. Because like really if you're listening and you're not into comedy, like the biggest way is you just Like, you kind of have to have somebody who already has connections on the road come to you and say, Hey, I want to take you out on the road with me. Um, And if you don't have that, getting out onto the road is uh, tough. Like, I didn't know any other way of doing it. I don't. So, what I'm going to try, what I'm thinking of trying, is uh, this summer I want to plan just like a few like, little road trips, um, maybe in a couple different directions, like, and, like, just go out and do open mics, network, and then fucking see if they want to put me on some shows out there sometime, come back, keep doing my thing here, and just Message those people whatever yep. and just see like, hey, any shows going on in such and such city? Yeah, um, just to like, just like if if nobody's taking me outside of my local area, yeah, then I gotta like take it into my own hands and get my own like recognition outside of Boise. Like I that's just you, what it is.
2: I feel you. You know, I um. I I I've, I've um I've had a very couple of very fortunate situations where I've I've been able to go out on the road, you know, and it's been nice and fun and um but there there will come a point and there's a point where like every every place I go to, I jot down that promoter's phone number
0: yeah that's you know what, what i'm mean? saying and like, it's that's like, what i need to start doing after i go
2: there after i'm being taken there now it's my it's my ball my court. yeah in my
0: yeah no see that's the thing is yeah once you get if you get taken somewhere like yeah get to know the booker get to know yeah it's the other comedians there because eventually like,
2: it's going to be like no like we want to book you not
0: you with this person
2: or that like, like like we're reaching out to you you. and it's like, Oh cool. You know? Yeah. Like the guy I talked to in Reno last, last year when I was there, I haven't talked to him since, but I have his number. He's got my number. Um, after he got my number, he called me and and I answered and he was like, he was like, Is Sean there? And I was like, It's Jeremy. He's like, I know, but is he there? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he talked to him for a second. And then we got off the phone, and Sean's like, That's funny. I think he just wants to see if you answered his phone call.
1: <laughs>
2: I was like, That was weird. You okay. know? But um, stuff like that. So right. just, you know, um, doing that. Like, I can't wait, dude. Um, I can't, I cannot wait to just shake hands and connect and meet people in Sacramento.
0: Oh yeah. And I'll I'm be. I'm really
2: excited for that. Um That'll be big. And then after Sacramento. Yeah. We, we we drive to Carson City and then we do oh, two shit. nights there at, at the Carson City Nugget Casino.
0: Oh shit.
2: Yeah. And then I get home. Oh shit! I oh, know, dude.
0: I'm, dude, you're out there fucking really doing it, living the dream, man. Oh, that's, that's fucking real, dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: I'm super I'm super happy about it. Um, be, you know it's it's there's a lot of the work doesn't the work starts here, right? right. Like it's one of those things where uh, I want to feel confident, and I feel confident with what I'm doing right now, but I know that I have to keep my my wits about me because right. I'm going to completely different places. Like dude, Brookings, Oregon again is on the border of Oregon and northern California. I don't know what those people, I mean people are generally kind of the same No, that's the
0: thing is people are generally the same but they're also a little bit different everywhere you go and that's why as a comic getting out on the road is like the most important thing if you're just in your own little like ecosystem then you just figure out what makes the people in like a 20 mile radius of you laugh Mm -hmm. you just keep doing that over and over again and you don't Really grow, and then you go to Houston, like,
2: Texas, or something, and, and they'll be anything. Suck, yeah, and you're like, What's so, going on?
0: Like, yeah, I want to go to other places not just to avoid sucking, but also like to suck to figure out how not to suck in that city. Like,
2: <sighs> I bombed you know? so hard in Austin, Texas, really? last year, dude, and I had my like, I had couple of my uncles there. I had my cousin. I had you my... Spawned? I had my... Yo, dude, yeah. Was it Was it I, of My sister-in-law situations? was there.
0: Was it one of those situations where you were like, material's on point. They just don't like me? Or, like, were you fucking up? Like, what was going on? It was my material. Oh, okay. It was... It was... <laughs> it was the material wasn't good. <laughs> it was me trying
2: to write jokes, and I wasn't talking about real shit. Uh, okay. I thought that I was, but it was okay. just like, like you know, and you're a full-grown man, it was when you're... And you know,
0: I, you know when you're married and your wife says, Take out the trash, you tell that bitch, <laughs> like. so, I'm going to leave it here. Yeah.
2: Let's thank God. Then you can take it out when you want to. Yeah.
0: And, and no, then I, nobody laughs and you're surprised. Yeah. And you're like, Wow, that
2: kills a little rock.
0: Look at that. It would kill a little. Bit. Yeah. I don't know what kills me, a
2: Yeah, bit. yeah. If anybody here, look, listens, they're like, "Fuck, Fuck you. you! We're really,
0: we're really we're a progressive
2: city. Yeah. We're very libertarian here."
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a like city, but you, but you never, you just never know. So that's why I'm excited, but I'm yeah, also like, yeah. I got to keep my wits about me because yeah. when want to go to Sacramento. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, like, yeah, like man. I might, I might have a completely different demographic
0: right
2: you know um i'm not trying to say more black people but there's definitely gonna be more black people there's
0: definitely gonna be more black people, for sure but i don't think you as a comedian need to worry about that.
2: i hope not i hope i'm very versatile i've always I think
0: you are pretty metropolitan in the Damn. things that you discuss you don't know, like i guess like here's the thing is like yeah the most like culturally niche thing that you get into is is the wrestling stuff. And maybe like a couple of decades ago, that would have been more of a quote unquote white thing, but that is permeated through a lot of different cultures at the this attitude. Point. Era
2: definitely. Yeah. Uh, exa- the rock exa- and stone. Cold. Exactly. Yeah, that so, shit, yeah.
0: so like, I don't think, yeah, I don't think you have too much stuff going on where you would have to worry about an increase in diversity of the crowd being a problem. I think what I need to do is get into other places that are more diverse because I think more diversity would actually help me. I think that would allow me to open up my wings more kind of, because here I'm sort of constantly trying to figure out how to, Relate to just sort of like staunch normal white people, yeah. Which I'm not. I'm half black and I'm half white, and so like that's just a whole different thing.
2: Yeah, no, no. It's a
0: whole different bag. And so like in a city where I'm more likely to have people like me in the audience, I feel like I would actually maybe do better, but probably only. Once I learned to like shed all of like the weight and the shackles that I've been working with, mm-hmm. like, because I, I might have like a completely different personality on stage. If I feel more at home with the audience, you know, Yeah. like, so I don't know anything could happen, but that's why I need to get out. I need to fucking experiment and figure out like, yeah. what, oh, yeah,
2: this is how I think of it. In my head right now, this is how I'm thinking of it. Like I, I, after high school, I moved a lot. Like I, I lived in the same house from the time I was born until I like graduated high school, and then when I left, I, I moved like nine times in two years. Like I was, oh yeah, I would move to everywhere because I, it was the Metallica song, wherever I may roam. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> and um, it didn't, it didn't matter. I was anywhere and everywhere, and so, I would move around. And I would meet new people all the time. Right. And when I would meet these new people, I'd become like f- like fast friends with them. And then like after knowing them for a couple of days, they would take me to their buddy's house and I would hang out with their friends. Right. And I remember b- being able to communicate with everybody. And I don't want to say oh, I was able to you know entertain and make them laugh, but I remember always being able to kind of... Insert myself in the situation. You
0: could sort of feel out their energy and then you could match it while adding sort of your own flavor. Exactly. I think that's something a lot of comedians could identify with. I think if that's something that you already do naturally in social situations, makes it a lot easier to do it on stage. Everywhere else that you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: And that's kinda how I'm thinking of it in my head, like, okay, Jay. You, you know you've been able like this is just you weren't even trying there's just something like, you've always been like able to do you're so you're going
0: so like you're going to do comedy but it's like you're a kid and you're going to a new city and so it's like it's just like what are these kids into? Are we playing stickball? Are we riding bikes? Exactly. Like what? Like what? What? What are y'all into? Because I'm game. Here? What, what yeah, are we doing? I'm game for whatever. I can do any of the things we're gonna do. I'll play whatever we want to play. Well, yeah, I'll play whatever we want to play. But like, you got to figure out what they're playing. Exactly. I totally feel you. Dude. Yep.
2: And so that's how I'm trying to view the road right now. Yeah. It's like no, that's good stuff, it's man. just a different. It's just I'm just. These are now the, the these people that I got to hang out with in their living room, even though there's like a bunch of them. Right. And we're just we're just Back also, and forth, hanging out. It's
0: bothering out. me. I don't know why I said stickball. I'm not from the 1940s. I didn't. I don't know why. When you
2: said stickball, I automatically thought of a like a Rocky movie. Yeah, I don't I, know
0: why stickball came to mind, but yes, yeah, stickball and bike. More accurately, today, would be are we playing video games or are we fucking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what the other what, thing would be. What the,
2: what, what the kids
0: are into? Yeah, these days. Yeah, I don't know what the kids are into these days.
2: Internet. Surfing,
0: yeah, porn.
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, dude, no matter no matter what, porn gets brought up on this on this on this podcast every really? episode. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't
1: every even episode. Know. I didn't even mean to.
2: My mother in law <laughs> was trying to listen to one of my podcasts. My, Angie told me this the other day. She's like, she's like, you know, my mom was trying to listen to uh, to listen to an episode. And she told me, well, I tried to listen to it, but you know, then it was like it was like porn and. And and then they was talking about how he likes to take mushrooms and I'm nah. like, oh, okay, this is just doesn't a funny. And I, and, I was like, Paul gets brought up. And not not even if we're gonna get talk about it, but like he gets brought up, brought on up. every okay. which which to me is just interesting. I think it's that's just, very it's
0: permeated our society. It really so has. Much it really like- has.
2: And it's In
0: daily <laughs> conversation now, like porn star names or household names, yeah, somehow, yeah. like what is going on? It's
2: because they because the ones who are who are porn stars fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, have like they transitioned into movies somehow. That or they're, they're, they're good, making serious
0: allegations are, against the president. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't not be like, oh yeah, fucking Stormy Daniels. Oh anyway. man, oh. <laughs> Yeah. all right man Dude, my, i think my i brother. Uh, i think i gotta start we gotta start wrapping this up i yeah, got a totally show down. i gotta get ready for tonight uh, so what
2: what are you what are you up to right now tell tell us tell us your 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 future days what do you got going on right okay,
0: now? okay yeah so um let's see here so this weekend i'm hosting for tyler bow at liquid laughs in boise idaho um and ben uh let's see i believe it's the day before halloween or it might be the 29th yeah the 29th um of october i'm gonna be doing huh, the gay as fuck comedy show at lucky dog tavern nice. i'm the sacrificial straight of that show uh, so I'll be doing five minutes. That'll be fun.
2: And we'll never see you again.
0: Yeah. After that, I'm I'm dead. They're he's gonna, gonna disappear. Yeah. They're gonna sacrifice me to their gay gods. Um. I figure, hey, you know what? Anything to get my name out. Next there. time we see, him...
2: <laughs> and then the next time we see Mikey, he's gonna be wearing your hair as a wig on right, his head. And we're like, yeah. I
0: knew it was you. Yeah. They're gonna poach me for sure. Um. Anyway. I just got really then, dark there for a second. Uh, yeah. that was... Anyway, then, uh, <laughs> November 6th, I'm gonna be, which is actually election night, election night, I'm gonna be doing a comedy show at Doc's Lodge, which should be pretty fun, I actually awesome. just, I booked that, like, today, Dude. before I got here, I'm pretty excited about it, I don't know how it's gonna go, cause it's election night, I don't normally do political comedy, but maybe, because it's election night, people won't wanna hear that, so we'll see, um, And then, uh, let's see, the last date that I have for sure figured out right now is November 16th, I'm going to be in Twin Falls doing the Black Friday show, that's an all- black lineup of comics doesn't usually happen in boise idaho idaho period i'm super excited about it so if you can make it out to twin falls come see me at the black friday show it'll be awesome
2: do you know who else is on the black friday show
0: uh reese samuels is on the black friday show she's another uh local black comic and then I do not know the names of the other two. Are they gentlemen. from out of town? Yeah, they're they're coming from out of town. Um, I guess they'd have to. Yeah, yeah, we don't have that many black comics here. <laughs> um, and then I have like some tentative dates in january but i don't want to announce those yet anything could happen so oh man just just, suspense yeah just keep keep your ear to the ground listen for lj sullivan uh i'm i'm lj sullivan on facebook and i'm trying to get i'm trying to get a podcast together i got all the equipment i just need to get it together need to launch it can't um, wait, man. Yeah, and there will be big news about that. May, can that. I come back when I have the podcast ready to go dude, and like we'll totally, announce it here?
2: Totally. We'll announce it on this podcast that you're yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, that okay. sounds great. Yeah, I love we'll it.
0: We'll do and then they can just follow me from this podcast. On the yours, dude. On I, I
2: love that, man. Okay, great idea. Cool. Great idea. Sounds good, dude. LJ, thanks for coming, man. You know we always have a fucking blast, yeah. dude. Thanks so. for
0: having me, man. Dude, you're welcome, it was man. Awesome. Respect, brother. Respect.
2: All right y'all, episode number 8 in the books. I want to thank y'all very much for listening. You know, this has been so great to do. Like I find myself throughout the week obsessing about The next episode that I'm going to record and, you know, who I'm going to have on and things like that. I actually have a lot of fun podcast coming up because after this week, I will be going out of town for a couple weeks and Sean and I are going to record a bunch of shit. So it's going to be awesome. And I'm really excited to do that because it's going to be something completely different. I mean, not completely different, but not in the shuttle. (laughs) You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Tune in for that. And remember you can get a hold of me at the at gmail dot com. You can get a hold of me on Facebook at Jeremy Nelson or my Instagram, Jeremy Nelson Standup, or my Twitter at Nelson Standup. Alright, y'all, thank you very much again for listening. I really appreciate it. I love you all very much. Stay warm. Respect
1: me with a smell, to be happy on me, laughing like a child. I never thought life would be this sweet, it got me cheesing from cheek to cheek hey, hey. and I ain't getting away for nothing, cause that just ain't my style Life couldn't get better, this gon' be the best day ever If it ain't about the dream, then it ain't about me Go a couple full weeks without a good night's sleep Imagination, making, musical creation The journey that I'm facing, plus the paper that I'm chasing Got me crazy after saying and with the lanes I see you hating But there's nothing that you changing, thumbs up, I'm maintaining No complaining when it's raining, i be in another zone Move out my mother's home, to a world to call my own I ain't gonna play around no more, find a difference from the ground and the floor If we gotta fight, I'll be down for the war Thumbs up, homie, I'll be sure no matter where life takes me, find me with a smile. but soon to be happy, you'll be laughing like a child. I never thought life would be this sweet, it got me cheesing from cheek to cheek, ayy, hey, ayy. Hey. And I ain't get away for nothing, cause that just ain't my style. Life couldn't get better, this gon' be the best day ever.